Another edition of 99 Questions. Uh, this is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions. Today, with me, your very humble host, Bob Buell, I am joined with, well, I don't know what to refer to you as. Is it <laughs> Ryan Stabell? Is it Captain Stubbs? Is it host of To Ask a Locksmith podcast? Which is it? Uh, Which pseudonym do I treat you under? <laughs> All of them would be correct, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for pronouncing my last name correctly. Did you know that beforehand? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'll never tell, because if I, if I made it up on the fly, it's more impressive that way. <laughs> uh, but hey, thank you for being on here. Oh, thanks for uh, having me. Very excited. Oh, oh um, of course, of course. Uh, now, uh, should be mentioned, I think this is going to be kind of in a block of, of special episodes here, um, because, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, as we all know, it's extra life season, uh, <laughs> extra life, a wonderful charitable, uh, organization that comes around the holidays, uh, that, uh, encourage people to play video games and make money while doing it. And this generous son of a gun on the other side of this microphone. Uh, donated to be a part of this show, and I cannot thank him enough because his money went to a very great children's cause. Uh, and look at you right now, you're on the show. Yeah. I'm so, uh, hey, thank you. For the kids, Bob. For, the kids. for the kids. It's hashtag for the kids. Um, so I think you are familiar with this here show. What's, the, what and am I on? I don't, I was just donating to charity <laughs> this is uh it's called draft punks so what we do here <laughs> is i pick a topic is it wednesday <laughs> what's happening i pick a topic and then we prank people into picking birds <laughs> okay all right perfect i know a few birds <laughs> no of course this is 99 questions and we have some ground rules for you uh which I still should really rename. Uh, every time I say it, but I don't know what I should call it beyond ground rules. I, I'll have you know, I, I brainstorm on that for five minutes every time you say, I think I need to come up with something else. So something, There has to be some other snappier way to say it, but I don't know. Let's, uh, let's stick with ground rules for now. It works. Uh, yeah, it works as well as it has to. Uh, ground rule number one, you can take as much time or as little time as you need to answer a question. If a yes or no suffices, give me that yes or no. If a short story about your life helps us get a better answer, I want to hear that short story. Uh, ground rule number two, there's nothing controversial in here. There's nothing wild and out there. But if you want to pass, we can pass. No biggie. Uh, and ground rule number three, despite the name of the show being 99 questions, there could be a follow-up. There could be some uh, absolute disasters to the English language in here that do not constitute as questions whatsoever and are just full-on sentences, some of which I didn't even put a question mark at the end of if I have full transparency. Um, but let's not worry about that. <laughs> it's just the theme. You know, it's, uh, it's the branding. Exactly. Yeah. It's all about that hashtag 99Q that's really lighting up the it's, world right now. Yeah. 
it's really popping. Oh, it's huge. All the kids are loving it. They're dabbing. They're flossing. <laughs> they're, they're doing all the things they're supposed to to it. Um, but uh, uh, Stubbs, I'm yeah. gonna. I think I'm gonna stick with Stubbs. I might all change right. it up on the fly. But... Go for it. <laughs> Whatever feels right, Bob. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Stubbs, my first of those non questions. Are you ready? As I'll ever be. Oh boy, there we go. <laughs> And we're sinking our teeth in deep on this first one. Question number one, what's the perfect breakfast? Ah, perfect breakfast. I'm a big breakfast fan, Bob. Mm. Uh, There's a joint in Norwich, Connecticut, if I remember correctly, called Old Times that uh, my dad loved going to every Father's Day when I was younger. And they just had like some of the best southern white sausage gravy over biscuits. Oh, come on now. It's good stuff. Yeah. And that's my favorite kind of breakfast if i'm being honest just a couple scrambled eggs a fresh biscuit and that just homemade white sausage gravy mm. that's a a little bit of magic right there oh yeah but if i'm getting it from anywhere i'm getting it from um well that's a different question later right? oh <laughs> let's I'm, not I'm, jump i'm the being gun meta here. yeah <laughs> we got the, the sanctity of the questions at stake here <laughs> so yeah um yeah I mean, that white sausage, I could put that on a lot of different things. So it doesn't just have to be a breakfast gravy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, I, I, on, a, on a bad day, I feel like I could just have a bowl of that as is, you know? <laughs> I, you know, maybe that's happened in my life, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, question number two, who's the coolest dude? Uh, you know, there's a lot of cool dudes, Bob. This is correct. Uh, I was honestly struggling a little bit to decide on who exactly I was going to name my coolest dude. Um, and I'm just typing so I can accurately remember his oh. name. Uh, it's pronounced Buell, like Buell, <laughs> but with a B. No, I'm not. <laughs> you, honestly, Bob, you're on the long list. I mean, oh, you're a cool on, dude. <laughs> that's that's pandering to the host. And I'll allow it. <laughs> There it is. Daryl Davis, I think, is the coolest dude. Do you know of this man? I don't think I do. Daryl oh. Davis is a American R&B blues musician who okay. has, throughout the course of his life, converted over 300 or 400 uh, KKK members to renounce their ways and uh, leave the clan. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's a cool dude right there. That's a very cool dude. Through the power of R and B, through the power of words, he he uh, he he just made friends with them and made them realize that black people aren't what the KKK makes them out to be. That they're just real people. That's incredible. That's yeah. that's so cool. What yeah. what's his name? One more time. I've never heard of him. Daryl Davis. He's been on the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, it's wonderful. Wow, Daryl. Yeah. That's that's a pretty. That's a good standing for coolest dude, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Uh, question three. Steak, chicken, or fish? Oh, this is a tough one. I only got into fish recently. Um, and I like steak, but I, if this is a lifetime decision, right? There's not sure. enough variety to steak. Yeah, you're probably right. And, and I would just get so tired so quickly. There's a lot of variety to fish. But I don't like I said I'm I'm new to fish in my life. Fish is new for me. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm still like I haven't even really done sushi at all. I don't even know if I would like that. Ooh, 
You're missing out there, but <sighs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> Maybe I just haven't been to the right sushi place yet. <laughs> okay. All right. That's yeah. Because Especially on the East Coast. Mm, oh, there's so many good places. I got to look around. I see. I'm in this weird valley of a lot of Italian places. Mm, okay. So I've got all the pizza and subs you could want. But, <laughs> but sushi's harder to come by. Uh, I, I hear you. Okay. I think I'm going to land chicken. Yeah, I think that's yeah. more than fair. Because you get the variety. You know, you can do baked chicken, skillet fried chicken, chicken tendies. No one's talked about chicken tendies when they pick chicken. I don't think <laughs> so. Is, I have yet to hear a tendies reference. You are correct <laughs> there. Uh, it's just the most versatile. Yeah, it, it really is. Although, uh, Bob. I do think mm. you should amend and, and talk about pork in that question. You know, I, I've I've honestly considered it, but I don't know the 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 steak, chicken, or fish. It's such a classic. Like, you know, you get a wedding invite, and that's the that's the prompt on yeah. there. Yeah. Now, if pork was involved, would this skew your answer? Would this throw you off to one side or the other? Yeah, because pork means bacon, buddy. Oh boy! <laughs> See, this is this is almost too powerful of, of uh, <laughs> magic to deal with with this question. That, maybe that's why it was excluded out, like unbeknownst to me. It's been known all along. <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't put it together before I spoke it aloud. That's true. All right, question four: best gift you've ever gotten. Uh, so I know last time you asked me this question, Bob, I was indecisive between a few things. Yes, on the Draft Punk's uh, crossover spectacular. Yeah. Uh, I think I've nailed it down as the NES I was given when I was a little kid by my parents. Uh, just because gaming is so much of my life. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, that's a huge one. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like, I got that. 10 years out of prime like all the new games at that time where snes and n64 was just like on the like being talked about yeah um so like i here i am playing the original super mario brothers and all my friends are playing <laughs> snes games uh but i didn't care i totally like i have no nostalgia for the snes because i was just playing nes games at the time interesting you kind of skipped that generation yep yeah i went straight to n64 after that oh, which that's... what a fucking mind blow yeah <laughs> you're like mario 3 we've peaked people and then they show you 64 you're like what fucking it's insane oh uh, it's amazing yeah i remember i had a, a a buddy of mine his dad i think worked for like toys r us corporate so when the N64 first came out, and I, you know, I don't, I don't have the proof and timelines to back all this up, but this is what it felt like as a kid, at least. You know how in the stores they had those um, consoles in like the big plastic bubbles on display oh, yeah, for like, yeah. people to, to play for like two minutes and then it would reset itself so the next mm -hmm. kid in line could go? He had one of those in his living room. Oh. <laughs> so we could play Mario Kart which was what was in the bubble. Uh, but the N64 was set to reset every two, every X amount of minutes and with a little Mario voice saying, thanks for playing. <laughs> so we could get like a race, maybe a race and a half down every time. And then we'd have to reset 
but it was the most mind-blowing thing as a kid before it was either before the console came out or just as the console was coming out to like be able to play that at someone's house it was like i'll always remember that because it was yeah. so mind-blowing that's really cool. What you should have done, Bob, is become like a speedrunner at Mario Kart so you could have gotten more races in before the timer reset. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure someone has a, a world record of a minute 47 for every track <laughs> in Mario Kart 64 that would have shattered me, but uh, <laughs> I could have started early. Could have started early. Um, but uh, question number five. Best gift you've ever given? Um, since I'm such a bad gift giver, I really only have the one <laughs> that I okay. talked about already, okay. which, uh, is the stuffed David Wright bear I gave to my boss as his, uh, co-pilot. That's right. That's right. Okay. Now that, that is a good one. That's a sweet one. Yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Question six. What did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? Oh man. Um, I mean, I think when I was a, a little kid, I I had all the the police officer, firefighter, you know, at, for like a, a week at mm -hmm. some point. <laughs> Basically, whenever like someone comes by your school and gives you a little fireman's hat and you're mm -hmm. like, this is me. This is yeah. going to be me forever now. This is and life. Then, <laughs> and then you lose it in a week and you're like, what? I wanted to do what? <laughs> um, Barber. There was a time when I wanted to be a barber. Because I was, Ooh. I went to a trade high school in Connecticut, a vinyl regional vocational technical high school. Um, shout out, shout out, yeah. Uh, which uh, honestly, I think more people should look into their state-funded trade schools for high school because you still get your high school diploma uh, the exact same way, and you learn a trade. Um, yeah, huge. and there were eleven trades. I think some of them have changed exactly what trades they currently offer. Um, I know a lot more offering heavier IT courses, which is, I mean. IT stuff, come on. Yeah. Yeah. But there was Way culinary, the electromechanical, carpentry, HVAC, uh, hairdressing, mechanics, you know, you know, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And I did four years of hairdressing, barbering, and cosmetology. Ah, very interesting. Mm -hmm. I had my license for four years and uh, never really wound up doing anything with it. But there was a time when barbering was very appealing. Yeah. I, I, my, uh, my homeroom in high school in good old public school was uh like right next door to the cosmetology room it seemed like they were having a ball in there let me tell you <laughs> seemed like a fun uh environment i don't know the first thing about hair and it seemed like an okay idea for a couple minutes <laughs> yeah i mean as four years class of 18 i was one of two dudes wow okay yeah <laughs> so you can imagine what kind of high school shenanigans 16 chicks got into yeah, I yeah, I, I'm getting a pretty good visual there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Number seven. What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? This is gonna get me in trouble again. Because <laughs> I I still am going with uh my previous answer to this question, which is an elephant. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people were not too pleased with that one from uh. From the aforementioned yeah. Draft Punks crossover spectacular. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to think about it in a logical fashion, Bob. Yeah. I befriend this elephant and climb <laughs> on its back. <laughs> Lull it into a false sense of yes. security. Yes. And then lock in a rear naked choke. Mm -hmm. 
Ooh. Yep. Yeah. All right. I could go on, but I'm going to choose not to. On that one. <laughs> uh, question eight. Mm. Who's someone you look up to? Hmm. I'm going to go with my boss, hmm. which sounds weird. Most people don't like their boss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I work for a very small company uh, as a locksmith. You know, it's you don't need huge franchised thousand employee. Yeah, you know, for locksmith place. So it's me, my boss, and two other full time workers and a part time guy. Um, okay. and for three years before the last couple of years, it was just me and my boss. Uh, cause I like searched him out for an apprenticeship when he was just running it alone. Uh, and he's a father of six kids. He's part-time police officer. Well, he was, he retired a few years back. Uh, he's been locksmith in for 30 some odd years. Wow. He is a very knowledgeable as a locksmith and a safe technician, which is like, I, I really aspire to be a, a quality safe technician. Like I would, I would love to only work on safes if I'm being honest. Interesting. Okay. S- safes are really cool. Um, so, so he's got a lot he can teach me there, but also just like, uh, as a person, he's such a really great guy. He's got a lot of patience and, uh, he's just been a wonderful addition to my life. Wow. That's, uh, that's super cool. Is he the one that you got the, 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 uh, uh, the best gift for yes <laughs> okay <Yeah. laughs> nice nice making everything full circle i like mm-hmm. it uh question number nine what's the first album you bought with your own money oh the first which it's a weird al album uh um, already starting off strong <laughs> i just am not sure the name of it specifically let me find look up his discography here Think. Is running with scissors i'm familiar with uh what was the one food album i think that might have been a best of technically i know some weird al <laughs> poodle hat poodle hat of course yeah. poodle hat uh yeah that was one. the first it was pretty good on cd i assume yeah yeah from uh fye ah for your entertainment yes mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. New Jersey had plenty of FYEs and coconuts. <laughs> Connecticut uh, has significantly fewer FYEs than it used to. <laughs> oh, I think the world in general has significantly <laughs> less FYEs than it used to. Um, question 10. What's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, my go-to karaoke song is uh, another Irish drinking song. Who's that by? Uh, da Vinci's Notebook. Mm, uh and it's familiar. it's it's just it's a got a classic like irish stomp beat so it's it's real easy for any drunk person to follow and the, <laughs> and the chorus just goes uh and drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more and once anybody in the bar hears that they're in they, they don't care about any other word in the song <laughs> they're down to stomp the next three minutes and cheer whenever i make the noise and motion for like they're in they're sold yeah you know, now that you mention it, yeah, a lot of those, like, drinking <laughs> anthems that, as soon as they, you know, you take a whiskey drink, you take a lager drink, like, the mm-hmm. whole place is like, I don't care what verse two is, I like this part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is all I need. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. 
Uh, question 11. What's the last song you listened to? Last song I listened to? Well, let me just open up Spotify here. And find yeah, I gotta out get for... a sponsorship with Spotify. This feels like the... the <laughs> sp- uh, question 11, sponsored by Spotify. What's the last song you listened to? Just open up that app. <laughs> totally reach out. <laughs> uh... Bob, remember I talked about maybe an NSFW warning? Oh, boy. <laughs> so the last song I listened to is a Powerwolf song. Okay. Uh, Resurrection by Erection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm <laughs> Remember, kids. It's a really good song. <laughs> Write that one down for later. <laughs> I mean, do you know the lyrics to that song, Bob? I uh, Somehow I've avoided it. No, I do not. <laughs> I want to say there's a line that's raise your phallus to the sky because you know we're going to die. Resurrection. <laughs> By erection. So just pounding hard rock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was glad you said rock there because you could have went, <laughs> went a different direction. Uh, thanks, Spotify. Maybe there's a reason it's not sponsored. <laughs> I'm the reason. I'm sorry, Bob. No, no. Uh, question 12. What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? Uh, Sturgill Simpson. Hmm. Another one I don't think I'm familiar with. Uh, he, so he kind of started in a more um, old school country kind of bluegrass folk uh area and has slowly progressed each album is a little more uh genre unto itself a little bit the most recent album sound and fury is more like southern rock little psychedelic rock um just good stuff i really like sound and fury a lot but but every album's always got either some there's always something right when he has really good lyricism he's 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 a fine singer but i think his his lyrics are where he really shines um because he he's like all his lyrics are derived from poems that he writes and then uh turns them into the songs and I think he's just a really good poet so wow interesting very cool Sturgill Simpson Sturgill Simpson yeah a good name S T U R G I L L oh the old double L yeah okay. yeah it's double such a country music name <laughs> <laughs> Uh, question 13. What's a song that brings the most emotion out of you? Okay, so I don't think I actually went with a funny pick last time. And <laughs> since I'm really big on on parody and comedy music, uh... Yeah, because it's... I, I left the wording of this uh, purposefully open for just brings the most emotion. Everyone goes sad, mm-hmm. but it's it's purposefully vague. Because I think a lot of us turn to music in in those uh, sadder moments in our life. Oh yeah, hundred you know? percent. And or I it's get always it. those classic like, oh, I just got you know dumped, and mm-hmm. I turned on the radio, and then this song has haunted me for ten years. Like, uh, so uh, you know, I I totally get it. A lot of options here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're gonna go. 6969 by Ninja Sex Party. Mm. Uh, which is this novella of a song. It's like 12 minutes long. Uh 
where uh, Ninja Brian and uh, Danny Sexbang, who are the two artists that make up Ninja Sex Party, travel to the future year 6969. <laughs> because what else do you do when you're in a band named Ninja Sex Party? Yeah, this all is on brand. Yeah. <laughs> Only to find uh, that the world has been taken over by anti-sex robots. You hate to see it. Uh, and and to not spoil the twist for anybody, go check out sixty nine sixty nine uh, by Ninja Sex Party. <laughs> the real Citizen Kane like ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I I became slightly familiar with Ninja Sex Party, never having heard him until a couple years ago when I was in line at Comic Con. And uh, I, it was me and like two other friends that I dragged along to this panel that only I wanted to see, but they were generous enough to <laughs> stick along with me. And it, but the wait was like an hour, um. So we were just sitting there, like making sure we got tickets, and we we were both just like passing our phones to each other, being like, "You ever hear this? Yeah, this is funny. <laughs> you ever hear this? This is good. just doing that for an hour just to pass the time." And uh. Yeah, yeah, I got uh, semi-familiar with the Ninja Sex Party's discography from that hour sitting in line at Comic-Con. They're, they're pretty good. I, I've yeah, been following them uh, for just after their first album release, uh, before their second and third. Um, and now they've got Starbomb, which is just them plus Aaron Hansen, Ego Raptor, uh, old hmm. animator from the Newgrounds days uh, and on oh. YouTube. And if you've ever yes. heard of Game Grumps on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, also them oh interesting yeah that's that's aaron and danny the two singers of Starbomb, and they specifically do video game parody music stuff like uh the hero of rhyme oh i had oh, okay i didn't know that was them but i had heard of that yes yeah that's them yeah i love that song thanks <laughs> really good um all right question 14 what's your favorite music video Ooh. Um, God, which music video is that? Uh, so it's an old Toby Keith music video, uh, and it's it's not because it's a exceptionally good music video or anything. <laughs> okay, uh, he has this uh Ford Tonka trunk, Tonka truck, uh, that it, like he's dr like driving through uh a, a neighborhood throughout half of the video. And that truck amuses me because it's this like huge lifted, really big built up Ford truck that has a three horsepower lawnmower engine in it so that it can't do more than five miles an hour to record the music video easily. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> the truck amuses me. Its existence is funny. Uh, <laughs> who's your daddy? Toby Keith, who's your daddy? Hmm. Did you just look up Toby Keith Tonka Truck? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I looked up. Toby Keith Tonka Truck Lawnmower. Uh, <laughs> nope. Nope. <sighs> Very nice. And it worked. <laughs> <laughs> the internet, the best and worst thing, somehow at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, question 15. You've got a million dollars, but you got to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? Um... Probably a cancer charity. I don't know which one off the top of my head. You know, that's something that's that has affected a lot of people, and every dollar helps. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, question sixteen: favorite holiday? Ooh, 
it's tough. As a kid, we all basically, not 100%, but 90 plus percent would have said Christmas, of course. Yeah. But I don't know that that's the same answer for like adult Ryan. Mm, okay. Because Thanksgiving, man. I'm this, I'm such a foodie. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Um, or Easter. Like Easter is another big food day in my house. Um. Ah, uh, no, I got to go Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm. Ah, uh, it's the food day. It, honestly, it really is. It's a. It. I mean. You know, ignoring its origins, it's basically a holiday just for dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. tough to argue. I uh, let's let's specify modern Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, a lot of holidays have uh, some weird intros. Uh, I, I can't day, change but... history, but <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. The way we celebrate it now, I'm a big fan. I I dig it. I dig it. Uh, 17, what's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? Uh, large ice black. Mmm, no sugar, no milk? No sugar, no milk. Nice. That's no. usually how I go. Yeah. If, if I feel I... like treating myself, I'll get a packet of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I'm sitting down at a diner and I'm getting hot coffee, I will add two cream, two sugar. But, uh, oh. if, if I'm at a coffee shop and I'm getting what I want, an iced coffee... I don't like hot drinks for the most part. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, 18. This is a real crowd splitter here. Spell the word gray. Oh, well, I, there is one correct way to spell that. Oh, boy. Uh, and that is G-R-A-Y for my boy, Middle Gray, who probably doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I don't know who that is. But okay. He's a Twitch streamer, my uh, oh, friend okay. of mine. <laughs> um, but he spells well, it G-R-A-Y, so I gotta honor him. <laughs> gotta, gotta rep the team. I get it. Uh, 19, what's your prized possession? My prized possession is... Mm, I, could, I couldn't decide between watch posters and Borderlands 3 spe Super Special Edition thing, right? But I feel like that was the decision. I think yeah. I landed on... I think in the time since the Draft Punk's recording, I will have landed on my uh, Citizens Perpetual Watch. Um, it's a watch that keeps track of all the normal things a watch would keep track of, obviously, seconds, minutes, and hours. Uh, also, it does the, the day in the month, uh, day of the week and month of, uh, day of the year. I'm sorry. Day of the week and date of the month. <laughs> the month of the week and the yeah, hour of yeah. the time. Yes, exactly, Bob. Uh, this one... <laughs> Uh, this one's radio controlled to an atomic clock in Colorado, oh. so it sets itself every night. I know it is accurate every day when I wake up and look at that watch. It keeps track of all those normal things, and it keeps track of month of the year, and it automatically keeps track of daylight saving time and leaps, leap years. Wait, it's it's an... It's an analog clock, though, right? It's like, or is yep. it digital? It's analog. But it keeps track of the daylight savings time? Uh-huh. It just, like, stops for an hour? <laughs> it or... winds itself back. Whoa! That yeah. is freaky. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, next time it happens on, like, a significant thing, I'll, I'll try to remember to take a video and, and send it to you. That would be it, super but... cool, yes. Because, <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm not into watches at all, but that is so interesting to me. <laughs> I would I would watch that. 
Yeah. Wow. That, I, yeah. You've won me over now. Before, <laughs> I wasn't so sure if that's a prized possession. Now, I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's a really cool watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question 20. Are you competitive? Um, I think we all have a little bit of competitiveness in us, right? Like, mm-hmm. you put me in some in a Rainbow Six Siege match with the boys, I'll get competitive. Heck, Bob, I'm on an esports team. Um, oh, this is true. <laughs> as I'm looking at my uh my wannabes sticker on the back of my notebook here, mm-hmm. and we just made the playoffs. Hey, so Killer Queen Black Pro Team. Sponsored by Spotify <laughs> <laughs> and Powerwolf. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know that I'm like exceptionally competitive. I don't like make a competition out of everything. Okay. Right. If that makes sense, you know, but like when the time for competition is on, I'm there. I hear you. Okay. I think that's a, that's a probably a good place to be. Um, I like it. It's worked well for me for 27 years so far. There you go. Uh, Question 21. Do you consider golf a sport? So my definition of sport is can someone get paid a lot of money to do it? (laughs) So, yes. Okay. (laughs) Golf is a sport. (laughs) All right. I mean, by that definition, yes, you are 100% correct. (laughs) Because NASCAR is a sport. Well. Depends on who people, you ask, but people get paid a lot of money to do it. <laughs> you know, people get paid a lot to, you know, be Brad Pitt also. And <laughs> I don't know if I consider him a sport. Uh, He's but, probably a good sport. But <laughs> uh, question 22 sponsored by Brad Pitt. Have you ever played any sports? <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know if I'm legally allowed to say that <laughs> <laughs> things have just are or aren't sponsored by things, but disclaimer at the end of the podcast, not sponsored by anybody. <laughs> just like in the fastest, like, like those old, like FedEx commercials, this, this podcast is not sponsored by anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, I did little league baseball and uh, I did football in middle school and high school. Um, okay. I was pretty successful defensive lineman. I'm a rather large man. Nice, uh, nice. Six six foot four and always floated in the three hundred some odd pound range. Gotcha. Um, sometimes more muscle than other times. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Um, question twenty three. Favorite sport to watch? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, can I give two answers, Bob? You absolutely cannot no uh <laughs> yes yes of, of course of course uh so my favorite sport to watch with the caveat that i'm in the stadium like i'm at oh. the live event oh yeah that's totally yeah, yeah yeah uh baseball i i i really enjoy baseball at the stadium uh my favorite sport to watch at home on tv hockey hockey's i i you know i'm not a big hockey fan i've got a friend of mine that's a huge hockey fan so i wind up catching some games at his place yeah whenever we hang out and 
I, I still like I don't have a favorite team. I don't know a lot of the rules. I know you try to get the puck in the net and sometimes fistfights break out. That's all I need to know. I'm happy kind watching of. hockey. <laughs> the only thing you don't get is the icing rule and no one understands that rule. So you're good, I think. <laughs> um, New Jersey Devils, always looking for more fans. You feel like <laughs> bandwagon? Got some good brawlers <laughs> over here. Just saying. Oh, right across Bob. the pond. <laughs> <laughs> the sound. <laughs> right, yes. Uh, question 24. Theme parks? Uh, yes, I would say yes to theme parks. Um, I'm going to say, unfortunately, no to roller coasters, though. Oh, just not a fan? Uh, I tend to have some fitment issues in roller coasters. Mm, interesting, I, uh, interesting, yeah. so I couldn't ride Bizarro at uh, Six Flags in New England because my legs were too long. I literally couldn't fit in the car. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So, like, if I can fit in the roller... So, the like, they did... Uh, I did Batman when I was up there, because that's a hanger. Like, your legs hang free. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, I rode that one. That's cool. But there's a lot of them that I just... I'm, I'm sized out of. Yeah. I break the one-size-fits-all rule, Bob. <laughs> a lot of the time. Believe me, I get it. I'm also 6'4", <laughs> and in the, oh. in the huskier range, and I, I feel your same trouble. Okay, I had Bob, to, you know what it's like. <laughs> I had to, I had a, a cosplay as Silent Bob for a couple of Comic Cons ago, and uh, you know he famously wears that hat. Mm -hmm. Hats say they are one size fits all. It's bullshit. <laughs> Not correct. <laughs> I had to go to, and I wish I could uh, find the hat offhand right now to to give him a shout out because it was the only place that I could buy it from that actually fit, and it was called like hanksbighats.com or something and it was like <laughs> it was like a super jumbo sized but it, it fit like a dream i still keep it uh specifically because it's so nice Dude, the uh, reason i don't wear hats is because none of them fit yeah <laughs> it's beanie or bust <laughs> yeah honestly i'll find this hanks big hat or whatever whoever's big hat .com and, <laughs> let me tell you something to, something to look into yeah um uh, question 25, dubbed the Ron Bennington, after famous radio personality. You're standing in a wrestling ring, and a wave of nine-year-olds, random mix of boys and girls, are coming down to the ring to fight you. How many nine-year-olds can you beat in this fight? I'm still going to go with the 25 number. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I... And yeah. I know, I know, because now you point out, and you're right, you've got five on the head now, too. Because, yeah, if you're, do if you're going 25, you've got five on every limb, and then a miscellaneous five. And that miscellaneous five is going to do the most damage. Because all they have is head, torso, and genitals to attack. And <laughs> they're going to be busy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, I, I'm I'm pretty confident in my ability to shake nine year olds off of me. <laughs> That's a sentence. That's a great <laughs> sentence right there. So glad no one we know has a soundboard. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um and and I'm I think I'm still gonna go for the tactic of grabbing one by the ankles and using it as a weapon. I think this is a very underused strategy every time I ask this question. <laughs> Using one of them as a weapon, it's not only the intimidation factor, but I think it's a relatively effective weapon at the same time. Like, yeah, it's a pretty good blunt object. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is a Breath of the Wild, you know, uh, breakage meter. That thing is going to last a little bit. Yeah. Um, and when it does, you've probably got more ammunition laying around. Excellent point. <laughs> For everyone you take down, that's a free refill right there. <laughs> yeah. That is a good strategy. <laughs> We've got to believe you're getting up. you're getting up to twenty five. I, I I believe it. Um. All right. Question twenty six. What's a game you know you can win? Last time I I made up the fake game of who can get in that door the fastest, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm still confident on. I'm pretty good at bypass techniques. I um. You. <laughs> uh. Killer Queen Black. Ooh. Can't Playoffs. believe I didn't think of that last time. <laughs> Playoffs, baby. And that's not to say no one could beat me, but I am in the top. I'm just shy of the, I'm like 811 player in the world. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. That's impressive. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Roland just, uh, he was playing a bunch of rank the other night. He got up to like top 500. He was 400 something. Holy cow. And and these are like cross-play ranking servers. Like this isn't like yeah. top eight hundred on PC or whatever. This this mm-hmm. is like all of them. That's PC and Switch. Yep, the whole Good. of the whole player base. And and we like we're all Obsidian, so we know that's the highest rank you can achieve. And then we're that rank in Obsidian. So wow, that's very cool. That's very impressive. Um, twenty-seven. What topic can you discuss the most? Ooh, uh, I've got a few, probably locks, actually, <laughs> considering I do a podcast on. Now, you're you're referring to smoked salmon when you say locks, correct? No, hair, hair, Bob. Oh, lo- <laughs> <laughs> uh, locks and keys. Ah, <laughs> oh, of course. Of Locksmithing, course. security. Um, yeah, I mean, it's what I do for a living, but I, I enjoy it quite a lot. I, um, I was into, I got into locks before I started doing it as a, as a profession. So, um, they're, they're like, it's so, it's interesting to see the devices with which people come up with to secure things. And then it's equally interesting to see people tear down that security in an efficient (laughs) manner. That's a good point. Yeah. It kind of is a fascinating, like both sides of the coin mm-hmm. I like it especially getting to work on both sides of that coin <laughs> mm, yeah true the only way you can set up someone with a secure system is to break down their old one most of the time so i mean that's there's a there's a job out there it's penetration testers so these are people that like get hired to come to a commercial facility and intentionally break in so that they can see where they need to beef up security oh Penetration tester. I should get my ex-wife on that one. Uh, (laughs) Cue a rim shot sound effect there. You better put that in. Oh, it'll be there. Don't you worry. Uh, What? Uh, I don't know what question we possibly could be on anymore. Uh, 28. Uh, Favorite place you visited? Uh, So in the draft punks crossover i talked about uh, niagara falls yeah which is beautiful. beautiful um i think just behind that for me is the badlands in south dakota oh um i flew out there when i was a real little kid my mom is from the midwest so i've got a lot of family out that way nice and uh the badlands are just 
I've never seen anything so like just far. It's it is flat. Flat sounds boring, right? Like oh, it's just a bunch of flat land. Yeah. It's it is insane to think that there's just nothing between me and the horizon. I can see out like further than my eye can see is the same and it's they have these it's this beautiful colorscape and then there are these giant cliffside like these just these huge um valleys with these rickety bridges built across them that my mom wouldn't cross that i've got a picture of me at five years old standing in the middle of (laughs) oh my god i don't know if i would do that even now (laughs) i don't know that i'd do it now i'd probably break the weight limit (laughs) <laughs> five-year-old ryan had it there you go wow that does sound really cool yeah it's it's a breathtaking it's it's such a different view you know uh as yeah. someone who lives in a hilly area a lot of trees to break sight lines getting somewhere that is just like you can see out forever is uh is really pretty that sounds pretty gorgeous uh 29 what's your catchphrase I don't know that I have a catchphrase, Bob. I probably do. I I probably do, but I don't know it. Other people would know my catchphrase, right? Um, Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Because I was able to pick out my boss's catchphrase, and then he got annoyed and and stopped using it. It was no fun anymore. So I don't... (laughs) His catchphrase was, look, the reality is... (laughs) <laughs> oh okay and then he just became super self-conscious about using yeah. it yeah. yeah yeah uh which i was fine with him using it most of the time <laughs> just so funny. funny um yeah i don't if if i have one which i'm sure i probably do uh i am not aware of what it is interesting well if anyone wants to email in or <laughs> after this episode <laughs> Let us know if uh, Stubbs here has a catchphrase. Uh, I'd be curious to know. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Question 30. What's the best costume or cosplay you've ever worn? Hmm. I was never much of a costume person. Um. Probably. Uh. I don't know. Probably like Spider-Man when I was a little kid. I could fit in the suit easy. Okay. I don't make suits and those one size fit all suits, Bob. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I'm telling you, Hank's big hats. <laughs> well, they'll look out for you. Uh, 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? No. Mm, yeah. One of these days. Maybe. Uh, 32. <laughs> Hobby you've dedicated the most time to. Uh, probably gaming, you know, I mean, mm. I, I put in 2000 to 2,500 hours of gaming every year. I play a lot of games. Wow. Uh, it's a... And also, wait, you have a, an absurd amount of time in Borderlands <laughs> three. I don't, or, or two, is it Borderlands two, two or two? Borderlands two. I, I don't want to throw you under a bus here. I find it <laughs> genuinely impressive. Do you know offhand what what those numbers are? It's it's somewhere in the twenty five hundred hour range. Yeah, because um, that was a game that uh, me and my friends uh, Super Beast and uh, Alex. That was like, I think we first met each other playing games in Modern Warfare Two, um, and when Borderlands One came out, we were 
all excited. We played that a lot together, probably like a thousand hours in Borderlands one. Wow. Um, and when Borderlands two came out, we ate it up. Uh, we adore that game. I, I think tiny Tina's assault on dragon keep is the best DLC ever released for anything. Wow. That DLC is phenomenal. It's, it's a D and D themed DLC to the point where you can, and, and there are some chests that you have to roll to open. And depending on your role, you get better gear and you can choose to pay and roll with advantage. Pretty cool. Like, I do it like is so that. Good. It's, yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> like, it's so good. And, and so we would, and you know, that was at a time when I was in high school, I, you know, I didn't have a job. Mm. Uh, so like I, I was able to play the games that I had, not necessarily all the new games I wanted to. Yeah. Was dedicating the time to the ones you did have exactly so yeah. and and having a group of people that like would want to play that every day we did it for years <laughs> that is uh very impressive um let's see 33 who's a celebrity you've had a crush on Ooh, um Well, I know what we we talked about some of these in the Draft Punks crossover. Correct. I think this was one of the ones that came up. Yeah, I think I remember my first uh, age difference crush. <laughs> that makes sense. Like I was a kid, but this actress was an adult. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis because of True Lies. Hmm. And you know the scene I'm talking about, Bob. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I <laughs> certainly do. That's a good one. That that yeah. yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, especially like what was it, mid nineties ish? Mm-hmm. Like really kind of hit you know, filled that role for sure. Yeah. Yep. And then to go back and see Trading Places. Mm-hmm. Is that the movie? Where she's actually topless. Uh, yeah. 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 I I yeah. believe you are correct. <laughs> Not that I have it as my wallpaper right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's a different question, Bob. It's a different question. Uh, 34, what's the strangest job you've had? Honestly, I think the one I have now. (laughs) Locksmith? Yeah, I mean, how many locksmiths do you know, Bob? One. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's I I suppose it's not strange in, like, the what I have to do. Because as soon as I tell people, they're like, oh, yeah, he works on locks. Yeah. Um, but like it's strange in the unique factor of it. it. It's it's a job that I like unless I was doing it or knew someone who did it, I would think about it exactly zero times until I had a lock that needed to be fixed or right. I got locked out of my car. Like until one of the, or I need a copy of a key. Like until one of those three scenarios happen. Like a locksmith might as well not exist on the planet because I think about it zero times. But then as soon as it does, it's like, oh, of course. Like they're always there, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. you know exactly where to go, you know exactly what to do. Uh, but it's just kind of like uh, in the background, maintaining order uh, in in in, in uh, the chaos of everyday life, maintaining security. <laughs> Good way to put it uh let's see 35 what's a book you'd recommend the world to read Ooh, man that's a good question bob thank you i wrote it uh (laughs) (laughs) i thought of all 99 of these stuff 
<laughs> Almost all of them, yes, I came up with. <laughs> I, I tried to cite the ones that I did not come up with. Mm, true. Yeah. Uh, so the book I have in mind may be seen as controversial by some people. Oh, boy. Um, the author, it's the Bible. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Bible. Okay. Um, it is, it's 12 Rules for Life by Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. Um, I may not, you know, agree with everything he says, but I do think that the, the rules he lays out in that book, uh, can be beneficial to everybody. Uh, even though he has had some interesting prominence in the news over the last handful of years. Oh boy. I can't say I've heard much about it, so I don't, I almost don't want to delve into it, but I, I mean, I don't mind talking about it, Bob. Yeah, yeah, please. Uh, he came out, so he's a psychology professor from Canada. Okay. Um, I, I, obviously I'm not in Canada and I don't, I don't like personally know any of these people, so I'm not going to get all these facts correct. I'll tell you in the broadest strokes that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, he spoke out against Bill C-16, I believe, which was an enforcement bill around uh, uh, speech, specifically uh, pronoun usage. Oh. So, and and okay. I, I think his big stance was, obviously, I'm fine referring to people however they would prefer to be referred as but he wasn't comfortable with the government mandating that gotcha at a specific level but obviously that nuance is lost on the news (laughs) yeah i mean that's you know that's a weird one to stand up against you know yeah i i kind of i see it i see where you're Um, coming from yeah but but I but like the, I mean the rules in the book are stuff like stand up straight with your shoulder black sh- shoulder back. <laughs> I can't talk tonight, Bob. Apparently, <clears throat> um, pet a cat when you encounter one on the street. Don't bother children when they're skateboarding. Um, be, and, and like the the thing behind don't bother children when they're skateboarding is like they're trying to master a difficult thing. You don't interrupt someone when they're trying to master a difficult thing because that's how they mm-hmm. get better at mastering other things in their life. Oh, I got so it's all these little rules of life and the bigger lesson behind it is what it sounds mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Okay. So right. if you can if you can dissect if you can separate uh that that message from uh the the author and you know more specifically uh you know that book has a lot of a lot of good lessons it can teach people. Very interesting. Okay. I like it. I like it. Uh, 36, what's a movie that always makes you laugh? Ooh, um, so I'm horrible with movie name, movie names, Bob, so you're gonna have to give me a hand here. Well, you haven't seen any, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's the problem, I've only seen three movies. Uh, (laughs) it's Adam Sandler, he inherits a bunch of money. Mr. Deeds. That's the one. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, the dead foot, the, the, it's... (laughs) The Hawaiian punch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You underestimate my sneakiness. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of real solid moments from that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That one will get me. (laughs) Uh, 37. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Uh, we watched it together, Bob. (gasps) Oh, double dragon. (laughs) 
Oh, that was a stinker, wasn't it? That was really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's very little I can do to defend that movie. <laughs> yeah, no good. The guy, the guy who played uh, the bad guy in Terminator 2, he was okay in it. Yeah, we got that one gif. That's, that's a, and that's truly, I think, all we got out of that movie. Um, 38, who's your favorite actor or actress? Going back to the whole movie thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't see a lot of them. I don't pay a lot of attention to the celebrity of it either. Okay. Um, I would say from what I know, Keanu Reeves is a wholesome and heartwarming person. Good dude. From from the stories I've heard. Um, so Keanu Reeves. He's a good dude and he likes his popcorn. That's what I know yeah. about Keanu. <laughs> uh that's a callback to an episode that you haven't heard because it hasn't been released yet. Uh <laughs> Damn it, Bob, I want to be in on these jokes. <laughs> the one that came out that will come out before this one. Uh, we'll have a uh, Keanu Reeves giving a popcorn recipe story. Um uh, <laughs> With a Beth Amazing. May from a Dungeons and Daddies podcast, who is a phenomenal guest. She was absolutely oh. the best. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, 39. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors were running through the kitchen? Bob, I tried to amend the fact that I haven't <sighs> fully seen Jurassic Park <laughs> before we recorded. It didn't happen. <sighs> So I'm still going to go with, it's pretty cool. (sighs) I'm I'm hearing this answer as, I heard it was pretty cool. (laughs) Because I don't know how you haven't seen the Jurassic Park. It's a classic. There's a lot of, I haven't seen Jaws. Oh, I'm (laughs) offended. I've said for years, I don't know if there is a perfect movie. And Jaws isn't even my favorite movie. It's it's up there, but it's not. It's nowhere near like my, maybe it's in my top ten. But like, I think that is as close to a perfect movie that has ever been made. It's just so, like, the story is perfectly clean. All the characters are perfectly exemplified with what they do. It's the perfect mix of, like, humor and horror and thriller and drama. And it, it it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Uh, I, like I, there's not a minute of that movie that could be edited out, and there's not a bonus scene where you go, or like a deleted scene where you go, oh, you know, that'd be cool if that was in it. Like mm. it's just, it's all there. It and it leaves it all on the table. Uh, you know uh, what it sounds like to me, Bob? Hmm? We need some Buell movie nights. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> this is like pop up video with me <laughs> just going, look at this scene. Look how cool this is. <laughs> The uh, next 99 questions. How cool was it in Jaws? <laughs> <laughs> Every question is, how cool was it in blank? And it's all about yeah. different movies. Yeah. That'd be very funny. Uh, question 40. First show was a kid you got really into. Mm, um, Rugrats. Good one. Yeah. Who was your favorite from the show? Uh, Tommy Pickles, of course. Yeah, come on. You gotta love the main character. Although I'm definitely more of a Chucky myself. <laughs> <laughs> that was a test. If you had said Angelica, I would have ended the, the, the recording right now. You would have had to. I... <laughs> uh, 41. Who should play you in a movie of your life? 
Ooh, um, is it? Uh, I'm again, I'm horrible names. with actor names. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, yeah, Seth Rogen. Ooh, you know, would, yeah, would be good casting. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. Uh, forty-two. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? Local celebrities. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, yes. Yeah. I yeah, just did... local people. Aww. What? Well, throw it a name at the very least for um for anyone in the Connecticut area. <laughs> <laughs> it was an old news channel eight anchor. Uh, oh God, I can't remember his name. It been it's long since I've watched the news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably better off that way. Yeah. Uh, and it was a a local lawyer who has those like hurt in an accident. Call me. Oh, um, right. That you know yeah. that's pretty cool though because I, I think every town has those like they're they're always different everywhere but like uh yeah that's a cool one to actually meet the person on yeah he was actually he was pretty cool he was nice he gave yeah. me a tip if I remember right oh yeah not a big one but. <laughs> <laughs> well he's got he doesn't have uh, NBC money he's got News Eight money you know it <laughs> flows a little differently uh forty three. TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about. Ooh. All right. Can I give a TV show and a podcast? <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone always does. All right. Um, so I the TV show, I know people know about it, but I don't think enough people have actually watched it, even if they know about it. And that's Bojack Horseman. Ooh, okay. I adore that show. I've seen the first four seasons probably ten times. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It was the thing I would put on and like fall asleep to, so um which sounds weird because that show can get dark. I yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say I heard I, I haven't seen a single episode of it, so pardon my ignorance, but I, I heard yeah, it it does a pretty good delving between comedy and like extremely dramatic like yeah uh yeah with the caveat bob if you give this a shot mm -hmm. uh that the first six episodes of the first season they did not know whether they were going to be drafted by like netflix or cable news or cable tv yeah uh so the mix in the first half of the first season the mix is a little bit more comedy serious um it feels a little more classic sitcom -y, a little more like a like a, a simpsons Okay. Or a, a family guy. But the last half of the first season and all the subsequent seasons after they knew it was Netflix, the writers got to be a lot more liberal and real with the writing. And while the comedy is still there, um, they they definitely are able to take it in some more serious emotional places uh, than they would have been able to on cable. Hmm. I've I've heard nothing but great things about it. That's it's good. Uh... But but make sure you like I don't know that I'd recommend like binge watching that show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or not fair. all of it, maybe like a season at a time. You could binge like a season of it, but like oof. <laughs> I, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Um and for a podcast uh what's it's it's a really it's a long it's a mouthful of a name. Um I'm into history. I I think learning and knowing more about history is uh very useful in today's world yeah oftentimes we don't know our history well enough so the civil war 1861 to 1865 a history podcast um is the most thorough explanation about 
a very under talked about time in American history that I'm aware of. They're like 1100 episodes. Oh no, I'm sorry. I way overshot that. 1100 they're like episodes. <laughs> they're, they're like 330 episodes in. Um, Still. The battle, the battle of Gettysburg alone has been broken up so far. It's not done yet into uh, 23 parts. Oh, they, they really do a deep dive into the civil war and uh, like fun fact, and this is an early spoiler from the civil war. So, Spoiler from the Civil War. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What a sense. Uh, <laughs> the oldest operating prosthetics company in the world was founded during the American Civil War from a veteran who lost his leg. Oh, wow. And after he got his leg amputated and got sent home, this was a Confederate soldier. Uh, he locked himself in his room when he got home for like three months. And when he came back down, he had an articulating knee wooden prosthetic and he got contracted by the u.s government and uh i can't remember the name off the top of my head but they are still the longest operating and largest manufacturer of prosthetics in the world wow that's that's super cool actually i really like that school didn't teach us that i learned it in podcasts (laughs) you see kids (laughs) stop going to school (laughs) just listen to your good old uncle ryan (laughs) and and aunt bob here (laughs) will (laughs) will teach you how to live that's what it's all about that's it (laughs) uh 44 favorite comedian Mm. i'm a big fan of bill burr i love (laughs) i love his uh uh cruise ship bit about oh, population yep. <laughs> it's killer um i don't know if you have, there's a, oh i don't i don't want to cut off your answer because please still you know if you want to come up with another one but i do have to shout out my favorite bill burr moment ever which is because uh, i'm a big fan of radio uh i always have been and what wanted me to make do this show um and he was kind of a a, a staple at least for a couple of years of the opian anthony show kind mm-hmm. of your typical like shock jock you know, radio duo of the 90s and 2000s. Um, and they had a comedy tour. <laughs> and I don't know if you're familiar with this clip, but, uh, you know, relatively early in the 2000s, they had a comedy tour uh, all over the place. And they did a show in Philadelphia, known to be like a super tough crowd, you know, like Philadelphia, mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, the, they known for like, they'll bring out Santa Claus at a football game at an Eagles game and people will like throw snowballs at him and boo him and flip him off. And like, they're yeah. a notoriously <laughs> tough crowd. Um, so they, as thinking they were kind of in on the bit, cause you know, of that shock jock radio show, they would always make fun of the guests and make fun of each other and like do all these kind of bits. So as the audience's quote unquote bit, for the night at this comedy show in Philly, they just like absolutely tore into everybody who got on stage, every comedian, whether they liked them or hated them, booed them constantly. And like tr- to, to try to shut them down and like give them a curveball. And right. it really kind of like ruined a good half of this show. And then Bill Burr came out and he said like, 
I'm not doing a single joke in front of any one of you MFers right here. I have 11 minutes on stage. I'm going to use it to make fun of your stupid town and each one of you stupid people in it. And he went on an 11 minute long rant about how Philly sucks. Everyone in the town of Philly sucks. Really jarring insults at the crowd. And all the while going like he would like do a really long insult and then go eight minutes left. <laughs> and then and by the end of it it was a standing ovation from the crowd <laughs> i have like, to see this he brought the whole crowd back after like half the show being ruined by this bit of booing him he just went on this like 11 minute long rant of tearing into the crowd and it's legendary um my goodness i i, I again i didn't want to cut you off but that is my <laughs> absolute favorite thing bill burr has ever done and it's years and years ago at this point. It's definitely before he got big. Um, but yeah. any combination of those things, Billy, Bill Burr, Philly, heckling, Opie and Anthony, <laughs> tour, like some combination of those will get you in the right direction. It's, uh, I should be able to find it. <laughs> it highly recommend it. Uh, yeah, very okay. NSFW, but very highly recommended. Uh, super, Most super fun. podcast, Bob. That's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the only mature episode of this podcast. <laughs> Uh, but yes, I'm sorry. You were you were gonna say someone else. I apologize. Um, and and for uh, so I, I don't know if you know the the subreddit stand up shots. But it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's like the still images with the quotes over it. Am I mm-hmm. right there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's a lot of like uh, smaller time comedians will post stuff there. Mm-hmm. And so there's one uh, female comedian who's been posting there recently, uh, Sasha Rosser. Maybe hmm. Rosser, but I'm gonna go with Rosser. R O S S E R. Her her Twitter at is Poop Scruffin Four. The number four, the letter U. Good name. It's a good uh, name. And she has some very good bits. Uh, yeah. So she's also very funny. Very nice. Very nice. But I think like big time professionals got to be Bill Burr. That man is. He can always make me laugh. Yeah. Uh, forty. <laughs> Forty five. Best. Saturday Night Live cast member. Oh, Bob, you're going to hate me more. I haven't watched a lot of Saturday Night Live. Um, <laughs> but I do know a lot of the people that have been on the show. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> um, and again, my lack of knowledge with actor <laughs> names. Uh, I, th- this one I'll give you a pass for. Because this is a show that, you know, it, it's... I don't know how huge it is right now. I'm just a nerd of its history. And, like, it's the most yeah. bizarre show ever produced in the world and i i just find that stuff fascinating i've seen a lot of clips from saturday night live that's funny stuff mm. um but probably like my favorite person to come out of that environment is uh chris farley yeah uh, yeah i love me some chris farley he's, uh, he's a brilliant man brilliant man gone uh, way too soon yeah yeah uh 46, what's the nerdiest thing you've done? Um, So last time it was, I'm a DM in Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. which is pretty nerdy. Uh, 2,500 hours of Borderlands 2. Yeah, that's probably up there as well. I built my own gaming PC earlier this year. You know, not bad. Not bad. Um, 
I don't know. Those are probably some of the top ones. I'm trying to think if I've done anything really insanely nerdy. I think those those certainly qualify. <laughs> Take your pick at that point. <laughs> yeah, there you go, everybody. Whatever you think out of those is the most nerdy. That's the most nerdy. <laughs> 47 least favorite state. Connecticut. <laughs> Fuck this state. <laughs> Shit. Pull the Joe Rogan bit out again. Connecticut is just a highway built between New York and Boston <laughs> that they decided to build houses on. It yeah. sucks. <laughs> I mean, listen, you find no argument for me here. That's all. <laughs> uh, I'm just happy I'm not saying New Jersey. <laughs> the wonderful place. Wonderful, even though small. Small, stress on the word small, stretch of our turnpike does smell. Um, and I can't uh, do any kind of amending for Jersey Shore and how much that uh, ruined television. But don't worry about all that. Um, 48, best thing you've ever won. Uh, So last time I told you the story of how I won a raffle in Boy Scouts and I went to a local minor league baseball game and I got to throw out the first pitch and, and do the seventh inning uh, little race that they do with the mascot. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, so this time, uh, so there's a convention that happens in Massachusetts every year, Yankee security convention. Uh, mm -hmm. There are three days of classes, you know, furthering your education in the security field. Yeah. Uh, mostly locksmithing related. Uh and uh, then there's two days of showroom floor, you know, new products, everything you would find at a convention. Yeah. Uh, every the Saturday of that convention, Asa Abloy, which is like one of the two big manufacturers of locks in the world, uh, hosts a free dinner for everyone there. And then they have a big raffle. They give away prizes and they have a trivia thing where you watch this business presentation, essentially. Uh, and then answer in Jeopardy fashion trivia about said Interesting. <laughs> uh, business. Yeah. And then if you win, you get Dunkin' Donuts gift cards. So the first year I go with my boss to this convention, we sit down for the dinner and they give out these little remotes that you use to ch t uh, time in for the uh, the trivia section. Mm -hmm. And he's like, eh, you know, we, we never win. We're, we never come close. And the first year he brought me, we came in second because I am a king at using a controller i've been training since i was a child <laughs> oh boy yeah so so i've gone uh there's obviously it got canceled for 2020 unfortunately yeah. i've gone to four of them uh the second year we also came in second it was oh, my mission bob someone's got a uh, got it in for you here someone's outpacing you just by a hair the next uh the next year we got third. Ooh. Which was really disappointing. <laughs> Last year we got first. Hey, there we go. And I got everyone at the table fifty dollar Dunkin' Donuts gift cards. <laughs> Worth all four years <laughs> for fifty bucks. And the we honor. got twenty for second. That's not bad either. So like 90 bucks worth of Dunkin' Donuts over three years. Yeah. Not but the pride. That's that's it. That's <laughs> standing up there and raising your arms high, kicking over the table of whoever got second place, <laughs> saying, I got it. 
<laughs> my year. It was my year. <laughs> Pulling a real Ric Flair promo out of your pocket. <laughs> With a tear in my eye. <laughs> yeah. That's uh that's fantastic. Uh question forty nine. Is there anything you've collected or had a collection of? I currently have a collection of watches. Oh yay. Shit, yeah. shit. Uh, that's I think I when I was a kid I had the the state quarters collection. Oh right, um, yeah. Probably still have that somewhere. Actually, I just don't know specifically where. The, like I couldn't put my hands on it. Um, but yeah, watches would be the one thing. It's kind of weird because oh, who was it recently you had on it was also a watch guy. Oh, Jeffrey James. That's uh, right. Yes, he he loves. And his I was watches. listening to that like, oh man, someone else likes watches. <laughs> I wish I could have had a single follow-up question for him, because he, he certainly does love his watches, but I just, it is just so in my blind spot, I don't know yeah. about him. Uh, yeah, and they're one of those things you can just so easily overlook. You can get a, a, a nice enough watch at Walmart for, you know. that Yeah, that's usually where bucks. I go. I'll, I'll be like, yeah. oh, I find one on Amazon that takes like nine weeks to get to me, but it's $12. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, I think I... See everything, <laughs> like I see the full picture from right here. Uh, <laughs> holds up for a couple months, and that's about all I need it for. Uh, uh, question fifty, dubbed the Ryan Davis. You're in a fight to the death with another person equal to your size. You're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six-inch non-serrated knife. Knowing the weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. Which do you choose, knife or bat? Now, Bob, we're both on the right team here. Yeah, this is uh, there's only there's only one correct answer here. I try to be hospitable, but we <laughs> we know the right answer. It's team knife. It's team knife all the way. <laughs> and I have I have some evidence to provide you for fighting with oh, team knife, oh boy, here, Bob, because oh, I <laughs> Stubbs is pulling a knife on me right now. <laughs> See how much being throat. stabbed. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is taking a turn. <laughs> uh, no, so my boss, I mentioned earlier, was a part-time police officer for a while. Mm -hmm. He went through a training uh, that went along the lines of uh, approaching someone who has their back turned to you. Okay. Uh, and you were told to, you know, try to get their attention, and they're slowly getting closer, and that all of a, at one point, the instructor would yell, stop. You are too close. And the person would turn, uh, stand up, turn, and they'd have a knife on them. Mm. If they were within a certain distance, that was not far enough to draw your weapon and stop the attack. Yeah. How many feet do you think that is, Bob? <sighs> Realistically, like six feet, I would say. Some 21 feet. Whoa! That's crazy. I mean, yeah. you're probably right. Like, if you had that as a vendetta, if that's what you were doing, like, yeah, that sounds about right. Mm hmm. Now, yeah. should be noted, they don't do that test with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> do that with a knife. That's, that's the right. one that counts. That's why we're Team Knife. Oh, hello there. It's me, noted musician and film director Fred Durst, here to tell you about all the wonderful music that you've heard and will hear during this episode of 99 Questions. The song that's playing right now is from the Mini Vandals. 
The song you'll be hearing next is from DJ Williams. The opener is from Diala, and the closing one is from Single Friend. If you like what you hear, check out all these royalty-free artists. They're wonderful, like me, Fred Durst. You know what else is wonderful? Merch. And you can get that at tiny.cc slash 99q. And I guess you can rate and review as well. Take it from me, Fred Durst. But not the real Fred Durst. It's like that Lisa It's Your Birthday episode of The Simpsons. You know the one. Well, time to keep rolling into the rest of the episode. Fred Durst, out. Oh, so after 50, as you know, this is where we do the little get-to-know-you question. My question was going to be, how did you get into locksmithing? But I think you (laughs) kind of answered that already, at least a little bit. Uh, Unless there's there's a deeper story. Uh, Um, Yeah, there's there's more behind that. Oh, Uh, yeah, sure. I would love to hear that. Because to to drop a hot plug here... Uh, you are, of course, the host of, I always put a two in front of it. I think I'm incorrect there. It's just <laughs> Ask a Locksmith. Correct, uh, yeah. Th- the, uh, I, I was going to say two again. <laughs> two Ask a It's not to Ask a Locksmith. Uh, just ask. <laughs> yes. The, the wonderful <laughs> podcast, Ask a Locksmith, uh, that I really do like. Uh, I, I love any deep dives on topics, like whether I know about them or not, I find it so fascinating when like like i subscribe to different youtube channels and and podcasts about like toy collecting i don't collect toys but i love yeah. hearing people who are passionate about it talk about it or like s- speed run world records like honestly as much as i love video games for some reason speed running is just like not my thing like I, it's just same it, i just watch it i'm like oh this is just like who can glitch the game the fastest and i'm like not really <laughs> interested but if someone, I found a channel that does like little mini documentaries about how. Are you talking about summoning salt? I believe so. Yes, <laughs> Bob. My friend turned me on to it like my mind. two weeks ago, and I was I've I've watched too many of them, and and that I find fascinating again because it's someone who's passionate about it, explaining like the deep nuances about it that I'll never know otherwise. Uh, and your podcast is exactly that. Yeah, it's it's you know you sitting there passionately explaining this thing that I don't think about otherwise, but I find it so interesting. Um, Even cr- like it's it's a little silly to like it's not it's not something I realized until I was a locksmith. But like you touch a lock every day too, at least one. Like I mean, you know, if you think- probably multiple. Yeah, <laughs> like door, car, maybe work, depending on what you're doing. Like. Like you know, you you you're doing this multiple times per day, and it it's just so in the back of your mind that it's not even a a factor most of the time. It's mm-hmm. it's it really is interesting. Yeah. Uh. Well, thank you, Bob. I appreciate that a lot, and I I love your podcast too, buddy. I listen oh. to every episode that comes out. It's, it's great listening to while I'm drilling open safes. Uh. <laughs> That's what I always advertise it as. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pitch right there. Uh. Uh yeah so uh, well I guess initially I was so I'm a big Reddit user I have been for quite some time it's where I get my memes nice uh we all know what Ask Reddit is right 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, just a forum for anybody to ask whatever question and people on Reddit pe- answer the question. Yeah, people will hopefully congregate toward the questions that they know the best answer to. Kind of. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. It's, it's the internet. <laughs> as well as anything on the internet can work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, there was a question years ago now that was, uh, what's a cheap or free hobby anyone can get into? Mm, okay. And I was scrolling with my thumb as one does when I came across lock picking. Uh, they mentioned in the body of that comment that you can make your own lock picking tools from wiper blade inserts. Um, and at the time I was working at advanced auto parts and batteries and we changed wiper blades out for free. So I had an abundance of old wiper blades I could tear down. Oh, I'm seeing the formula come together here. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I followed the link to the lock picking subreddit where people who enjoy lock sport congregate and talk about lock picking. Um, I started to watch Bosnian bill and lock picking lawyer on YouTube. I started picking locks for about six months, uh, slowly like learning about them in the process. And I'm, I'm a very mechanically minded person. I'm a very hands-on person. Um, so all like, this was just stimulating all the right parts of my brain. Uh, like I would just pick away at padlocks while I was watching TV at night and it's, it's just a puzzle you can't see. It's like the best puzzle (laughs) because it's perfectly hidden from view. Oh, that's a very deep way of thinking about it, but yeah, you're right. It's that's how I see it, and sometimes it's a really easy puzzle, and you don't don't know it. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I, I was I was picking locks as a hobby because of Reddit for six months before it clicked in my head that people get paid to do that, and I should look into it. <laughs> True. And uh, called up the man who's now my boss, and he told me about a mail home school uh, that covers some more of the basics beyond just picking locks because. I spend way more time with a hammer and chisel in my hand than I do with a tension wrench and a lock pick and even more time with a screwdriver. And yeah, and I did that course took me about nine months. Uh, partway through that course, I started riding with him two days a week when I wasn't working in advance. Um, so there was a period of like six months where I was working seven days a week to, uh, to, to get this apprenticeship in and, you know, make the money I needed. Cause the apprenticeship was like free lunch every day. I'm like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough for me. That works. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did that for about six months, and uh, they took me on part time, and part time ramped up to full time rather quickly. Oh, so, very interesting. I like it. And now, I'm cracking safes open. Ooh, look at you! Yeah. That next step is that big uh, bank robbery you've always been planning. <laughs> Moving to Aruba, and no looking back. You mean all my friends have been planning as soon as I became a locksmith? <laughs> Change your name to uh, Miguel Feliciano. Live down there, free man, and you don't have another thing to worry about. <laughs> Just always tip the cabana boy in cash. That's the trick, my friend. <laughs> That's it. If I know anything. That's the trick. Uh. No, I that is I did not know that's where it uh, began all the way on the deep dark pages of Reddit. Uh, all because of Reddit. Wow, another. I one. have a career because of Reddit. <laughs> Get that for your soundboard. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, but hey, we got all these questions. Might as well run through the second, the back half, as it were, the back nine. Yeah, 
<laughs> back 49. <laughs> uh, question 51. What's your phone wallpaper right now? Ooh, lock screen or home screen? Uh, let me get a little from column A, a little from column B. All right. Lock screen is a uh, is actually back to that 12 rules for life book <laughs> uh, is a art piece someone made up and it has all 12 rules listed on a background with lobsters. Lobsters are a big thing because of their 300 million year old dominance hierarchy run on serotonin. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, but I get to see all 12 of these rules. Uh, actually I could just read you all 12 right now. Sure. Uh, stand up straight with your shoulders back. Yep. Not- Treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping. Uh, make friends with people who want the best for you. Okay. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. That's a very good one. Yeah. Uh, do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, set your house in perfect, uh, set your house in order before you criticize the world. Hmm. Uh, tell the truth or at least don't lie. Nice. The truth can be difficult. Yeah. (laughs) True. Uh, pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. Uh, assume the person you are listening to might know something you don't. (laughs) That's a good, that's an excellent one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, be precise in your speech. Do not bother children while they are skateboarding. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I like that rule a lot. Uh, and pet a cat when you encounter one on the street. I think these are not bad rules. I like That's it. what I mean. Like, they're, yeah. they're good rules. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then my, my home screen is... Uh, did you ever play Monster Hunter World, Bob? I did not. No. Uh, I, I know so a little that, bit of it. I know, like, the... So you, you know it's monsters and... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so there are two monsters known for being roving monsters that like to like break into the hunt you're doing and mess you up. Okay. And they are devil Joe and basil geese. Okay. Uh, and basil geese is designed after a B 52 bomber. So he drops like explosive scales on the ground as he flies overhead oh, and then boy. dive bombs you. Gotcha. Um, and Devil Joe is this monster with endless hunger that looks like a pickle with legs. Very, very angry pickle with legs. Yeah. What a tandem. Okay. <laughs> uh, so someone, some genius somewhere on the internet <laughs> combined them and made an old timey, like 1950s movie poster of Beware the Terrible Basil Joe. And it's a basil geese carrying a devil Joe through the sky. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, it makes me laugh every time I see it. <laughs> well worth it. Well worth it. Oh, that's great. Uh, 52, what's the last thing you Googled? Uh, mm, it was something during this show. We'll, we'll talk outside of this show. Oh, yeah, because otherwise it's uh, <laughs> Toby Keith uh, talking yeah. truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably something work-related, if I had to guess. Gotcha. Actually, no. Oh. Uh, the strongest mustache wax. Strongest mustache wax. <laughs> Very nice. I need a stronger mustache wax, Bob, for this lip broom I've been growing. Don't call it a lip broom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's what it is until I get the wax in it. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's great. 
53, <laughs> you have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? Ooh, uh... Lenny! <laughs> Is, was that a... Now... <laughs> hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Through the yes. accent, that is either Lenny, Larry, yeah. or Laddie, and I'm it's, it's... unclear as to which, unless it's meant to be purposefully vague. <laughs> it's supposed to be Lenny. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, 54, what professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? Bob, I'm not a big wrestling guy. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, so I don't know a lot of wrestlers. Uh, I'll go with Hulk Hogan simply because he's the real American. Uh, and I also feel like I am. More than fair. More than fair. Uh, fifty-five. What's your comfort food on a bad day? Ooh, uh, homemade meatloaf with potato salad. Ooh, how do you do a potato salad? A warm potato salad with honey mustard, mayo, uh, hard-boiled eggs, onions, Hmm. the classics, seasonings, you know, Mrs. Dash kind of. Bad, not bad. I'm I'm, uh, relatively well-known for a good potato salad of my own. Ooh. uh, (laughs) Pretty, pretty good. Love a good potato salad. Oh, it's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every now and again, I have to make some special without onions in it because my boss won't eat onions. I'll see. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't feel like real potato salad. Yeah, <laughs> it needs a little bit of crunch. I mean, I I always do it with um, I take onions and dice them up and then toss them in some olive oil, salt, pepper, and then let them sit overnight. And then by the Ooh. time, like the next day, you just pour it right into the whole mixture that you're doing there. And mm. uh, ooh, baby. That's some heaven right there. Yeah. So they're a little crispy and a little soft and a little marinade. Oh, it's all there. It's all there. Oh, I'm going to have to do that next time. Yeah. Worth it. Use, uh, if, if, uh, don't use olive oil, use, uh, vegetable or corn oil. I, I find it okay. mixes the best with the potato salad. Okay. Just uh, throw it right. out. Hot tips. Hot family I'm glad secrets. this is recorded so I can. <laughs> refer to it later let's go back to what's the timestamp out here somewhere around the 130 140 mark uh after all said and done um let's see 56 favorite smell Ooh. um i'm partial to uh carbureted exhaust oh i'm a car guy yeah big car guy so like going to a classic car show and smelling just an idling old Mustang or an old Camaro, you know, in a carbureted engine has a very different smell to the exhaust note. Um, so when I smell like, when I see like a classic car driving down the road and I smell that carbureted exhaust, it's, it like brings me back to going to old car shows when I was a kid with my pop. Great one. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even a car guy and I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> 57 you don't even pump your own gas and you oh don't... heavens no what am i uh, what am i uh, animal <laughs> no we got people we, we boost the economy let someone else pump it <laughs> that's the new jersey and one other state way and i don't remember what state <laughs> washington or oregon and i think they repealed that oh well hey they're missing out uh 
57. Best candy. Ooh, um, hmm. Now, most of the t- most of your guests go for a candy bar here, Bob. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to do that. Oh my! So God. I'm not. I'm not big on chocolate. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, and I can, like I'll eat a Snickers because there's things other than chocolate in it. But if you give me just like a Hershey's bar, I'm having one little rectangle of it, <laughs> like a day. <laughs> I, I hear you there. I think I think a Hershey's bar as is is relatively boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I'm gonna go I'm a big fan of like uh the gummy candies, so like gummy worms, gummy bears, uh sour patch kids, stuff like that. Do you like, do I a like peach ring? Chewies. You ever had a peach oh, ring? Oh, do I do a peach ring? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love a good peach ring. I, I really uh, do. But my dentist hates them. <laughs> Like a Rodney Dangerfield joke. <laughs> you tug it at your collar as you say it. Let me tell you. I can't say anything. I made an ex-wife joke earlier. I don't even have an ex-wife. Um, <laughs> 58 worst candy. Maybe we got an answer there, but. Uh... No, I, there are things I hate more than chocolate. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, in the candy department, and that's licorice. Yeah, that's. That's pretty consistently in this category here. It's just like, well, what are we doing? You know? It's gross. <laughs> Maybe it was a, a good candy in, you know, 1925, but like... How, how's it stuck around? I, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like like those little flavorless chalk discs that grandma always has? Yeah, the little Necco wafers. And, yeah, that's the one. Ugh, I don't know. What, How are those still a thing? I truly don't get it. It must cost like a quarter of a penny to manufacture. I have to imagine like that's it. Like they've owned the yeah. factory since 1899 and it costs so little to make that like they can just do it while they sleep and no one notices. <laughs> um, uh, 59. Oh, I think this is one you were hyping earlier. What's a restaurant you would recommend? Ooh, I was. Yes. Uh, the tea kettle in old Saybrook, Connecticut, uh, has hands well for me to, uh, of the breakfasts that i've had <laughs> i haven't eaten everywhere people um has hands down the best white sausage gravy that they make fresh every day the best biscuits that they make fresh every day the killer combo yeah oh yeah oh it's so good <laughs> like, if, like if they're bringing that out of the kitchen and you can see the little like steam waves coming off the top of it just a little bit oh mm-hmm. that's like idyllic breakfast right yep. there oh yeah and they have just the best coffee it's this organic just oh it's so good they do paleo pancakes there that Interesting. are phenomenal what's oh. what's the name of the place again you said tea kettle the tea kettle, tea kettle. yep highly recommend Brought to you by, uh, oh god, what's a food website? What's that? Uh, DoorDash! I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of sponsorship. Uh, 60. What's a food you've never eaten? Ooh, um, well, sushi, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty, <laughs> uh, said that earlier. That's a pretty big one. That's a big one. Yeah, and I'm, I, I should say, I'm not, like, a picky eater by any means. I will eat whatever i have an opportunity or access to yeah for the most part i'm i i'm I, I like how am i how do i know if i'm gonna like something if i don't try it exactly um 
so I'm always down to try new food. But sushi is one of those things where I feel like I've got to go to the right place to. Also, I mean, relatively true. I think I think most places that are just sushi places, you're fine to get it from. But like, yeah. don't swing by the Seven Eleven and get the little <laughs> store bought California roll. Like, you're just you're begging for trouble. You're not going to get anything quality. Uh, yeah. you know, but. Yeah, I think you know if if you if you felt adventurous one night, I'm sure a quick uh, couple Googles or uh, I bet I could. Who's, we'll find out right now. Who sponsors the new last this? thing I Googled? Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, go on uh, uh, our our deep sponsor DoorDash. Oh, they do. Oh, okay. The place I go to for hibachi near me does sushi. Oh, yeah. I'll have to go give them a shot. Hey, right. listen. Just give it a try. Hibachi's phenomenal. Oh, how do you not love a good hibachi? So good. Uh, sixty-one strangest food that you have eaten. Mm. See, I, Bob, I, I don't know that I like this question. Interesting. Why? Explain. <laughs> Explain. I, I don't know that food is only weird to like different cultures. I suppose, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. So not, the food, none of the foods I've eaten feel weird to me. Like nothing feels out of the normal to try new foods. Interesting. Um, so, so I like. I don't know what what would you qualify as a strange food, Bob? I would say something that is uncommon, something that is not often eaten in the area in which you live. Um, so like, uh, any, anything that is especially rare or strange, I would say. So yeah, you are, you are correct. Obviously, you know, uh, this question asked to different people of all parts of the world would obviously have widely different answers, but that's kind of where I'm, that's what I'm going for. You know, if, I suppose if that's fair, if, if someone answered it like hamburger, because they just don't have hamburgers wherever they're from. Like I would find yeah. that fascinating, so I that's, that's why true. that's why I love hearing the different perspectives on it. I understand where you're coming from, though. I really do. Yeah, uh, I don't know that I have a good answer for it because because my mindset on that because like things that aren't like that are abnormal in my area, uh, are like not abnormal foods, mm. right? Like there's like one Thai place within 30 minutes of me. I've had Pad uh, Thai a bunch of times. And yeah, it's great. that's, yeah, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't call that. Uh, but that's, yeah. Um, so I don't know, like, but there's also not a single, I don't think there's a strange food you could offer me that I would say no to without trying. Hmm. Okay. If that sat, suffices as an answer, even if I haven't had the experience of those weird foods, I'm not, it's not because I'm unwilling. That's fair. That's fair. It's because Connecticut sucks. Back to question 47. <laughs> you even had the number right, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember the numbers. Uh, more than fair. More than fair. Uh, 62, yeah. what's a typical day off? Video games, man. Yeah. <laughs> right now, Valhalla. Oh, yeah. I'm hearing good things. It's so <laughs> I got I got Yakuza like a dragon. I still haven't had a chance to even start it, uh, which is oh, a, a shame. Up. But it looks so good. I did platinum uh, Astro's Playroom. I'm very proud of that. Oh, nice! My third platinum ever. 
<laughs> we need the PlayStation 5. <laughs> real pretty. I don't know if it's worth yeah. the price because it was a pretty penny, but it's uh, it's real nice. Uh, I don't think it's worth it for me right now. So Yeah. Next year. There'll be more games on it next year that aren't also coming to PC or PS4. Like, the only game right now that I really want is Demon's Souls. Yeah. Which is technically a PS3 game, so it's like... <laughs> You know, and I know it's a, you know they've done a lot of work on it, but yeah, uh, it's not like a brand new IP thing. Yeah, it's like oh, I wonder how this game's gonna end. It's like, well, <laughs> you could <laughs> me dying a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that for sure. Uh, sixty-three bucket list item that you've accomplished. So I don't really have. I have one thing on my bucket list, Bob. Oh. Because I don't necessarily love the idea of bucket lists. I think trying to like pre-plan all these things to a degree, planning your life's a good idea. But like trying to say, I will do this before I die. And like just chase the journey, not the the end destination of oh, I've got to go get this thing done. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so I I I haven't done the one thing on my bucket list. But I I don't have like a lot of stock in bucket lists on the whole. Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe this will factor in in the next question. Hopefully not. <laughs> but bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. <laughs> and honestly, it might be the one thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, because the one thing on my bucket list is control a car going 200 miles an hour. Wow. I love hundred. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm big on I'm big on racing cars. Big car guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I like speed's a big thing of that. Obviously, um, two hundred's a high goal. Yeah. Most NASCAR races don't get to two hundred. They get just shy. They get about one eighty. Um, <sighs> and granted, that is a lot I, more turns. I suppose I don't really watch a lot of NASCAR, uh, but uh. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I was going to say it. At like 85, 90, I st like, if I'm in my car, I'm like, all right, hotshot. <laughs> Settle it down here. <laughs> like, double that and plus some? I yeah. I don't know. that. Uh... I've hit 115. I would only... I would only do it on a closed course, to be clear. I wouldn't try to do this on public roads. This is what you would do after you rob the bank and you need to get away. <laughs> and I buy an island in the Bahamas. Uh-huh. <laughs> My name Build is... Build myself a mile-long drag strip. <laughs> and I buy a Ferrari. <laughs> this, this, now, now we're talking bucket list. This all sounds good. <laughs> Uh, 65. I think we got the answer before, uh, in the, uh, Draft Punks crossover spectacular. Uh, also dubbed the, uh, the, by previous guests, the realest question of the bunch. Name mm. of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Um, I'll have a different name this time. Oh, I love it. Uh, so last time it was Shamar. This time, uh, Michael was a co-worker of mine when I was working at Advance. He uh, moved to Costa Rica for about a year. And when he came back, life was just different and uh, didn't necessarily have the same. Either of us uh, didn't have like the same amount of time to maintain the friendship. And it's kind of just 
it's falling apart. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, 66, what's a game that makes you feel nostalgic? Ooh, uh, Duck Hunt. Ooh, that's a fun one. Yeah, <laughs> I remember having the gun attachment. Do, do you, uh... Uh, do you remember the VR horror game that came out that had some Duck Hunt elements? What? No. I, yeah. I was going to say, I played a lot of Duck Hunt, but I, I don't know of anything recently that uh, kind of scratched that same itch. Um, I think they... Duck Season. Um, you, you play as a kid in the 80s and 90s who, like, rented uh, off-brand Duck Hunt and uh, your mom makes an offhand comment about shooting the annoying dog, so the next day when you play the game again, you shoot the annoying dog. The dog's possessed. Uh, <laughs> uh, I haven't played it myself, but I've watched some gameplay of that on, on YouTube. That looks like a new... I don't do a lot of horror games, Bob. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I was along for some of the Dead Space stuff, and even that shook you pretty, pretty good, so... Uh... <laughs> No, that sounds really cool, though. Uh, yeah. 67? What well, what game have you spent the most time playing? <laughs> <laughs> Borderlands 2. Yeah, seems kind of like a moot point. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, 68. What's something you've built with your own hands? This desk I am currently sitting at. And not just in the I bought a desk from Ikea, came home and put it together way. I went to the hardware store. I bought the screws. I bought the plywood. I bought the two by fours. Oh. I made measurements and sawed things and drilled things. <laughs> put together a desk. Very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah, well, I mean, for someone who works around power tools and carpentry stuff for their job somewhat regularly. Still impressive, regardless of situation, because <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Um, whoop, 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 whoop. 69, best pickup line. Oh, I don't know that I have any pickup lines, Bob. I don't have any game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have 2,500 hours, and it's uh, <laughs> all the game you need. <laughs> Here, here. I'll let me let me search for some pickup. This is something I would probably try to do. Be like, oh, let me just Google a good pickup line in front of somebody, <laughs> just googling rapidly as you stare into their eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back and forth between the phone. And... Uh, don't leave. Don't leave. <laughs> one moment. One moment. <laughs> do you know the Wi-Fi you... password? Unrelated question. <laughs> I sent down through Comcast. <laughs> uh, are you French? Uh, because I fell for you. I oh, I fell like I uh, Eiffel. Ooh boy! But I suppose that's really more Google's best. <laughs> you got to step your game up, Google. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, come on, Google. Uh, uh, question 70. Have you ever had any good nicknames? Stubbs. Hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, from my last name. Just knock off the E-L-L. Of course. Of course. And even though that looks like stab, <laughs> <laughs> it is pronounced stub-L, so, uh, 
yeah I've, i played pool pretty heavily uh for a time nice. and it uh got to the point where everyone would just start calling me stubs instead of stabell um so that's where captain stubs comes from hmm. well i might have to change the listener question of the week now because that's actually what i <laughs> it's about well we'll get there when we get there um 71 do you believe in love at first sight uh no yeah no a younger ryan might have said yes (laughs) but a jaded ryan definitely says (laughs) i think that's probably fair uh 72 what's a big turn off of yours uh um general rudeness right like when you're rude to wait staff when you're rude to the oh yeah uh like the cashier you know stuff like like if you can't be nice to people you're never gonna see again <laughs> excellent for the most part point. yeah yeah um then i don't need you in my life <laughs> yeah. as someone who worked at a uh, a bar in the service industry for five years give or take um i've always said that like i think once people turn to be like 19 years old they should just be mandated to get a service industry job for a year and everyone would tip better and everyone would be kinder uh no one would ever again like diminish those jobs because as soon as you have that job and have to work like a saturday night busy shift uh-huh. Ugh, you'll never yeah. look at it the same way again truly sucks <laughs> <sighs> it is uh i i don't i never will regret doing it because it was it was such a fun time in my life but yeah i'm i'm certainly glad i'm not doing and, it and a good experience for the reasons you put forward yeah <laughs> oh yeah i'll never not tip like 20 percent or ne- or more now like i i, mm-hmm. it, I have such yeah. a different perspective of that stuff um this is a weird tangent but like i remember reading it in uh, a wrestler's autobiography actually ironically summed it up better than i could and i worked it for years but uh chris jericho he wrote several autobiographies he's on his like fifth one oddly enough um <laughs> but it's looked a lot alive he's he, you know what he really is and each one covers like a 10-year lifespan of his career it's, it's actually super he's a very good writer um and uh him and a, a, a Another professional wrestler and a friend of his, uh, Eddie Guerrero, uh, he tells a story of the two of them going out to, like, a a diner somewhere, and uh, Chris only tipping, like, you know, whatever, 10%, 15%, and then Eddie uh, was like, listen, man, that's only an extra, what, dollar, two dollars, maybe, that you're, you know, letting leave your wallet, and for someone else, that could literally be, like, their rent. Like, that's what you're giving to them, and it's like, just for two bucks just just do it like it it doesn't mean a ton to you but it does mean a ton to them and that's that and at the end of the day that's kind of what it is and as soon as i read that i was like wow he worded that so much more eloquently than i ever could have um freaking nailed it yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean that's that's really what it comes down to because it is amazing how uh and again working at a bar where like all the waiters have a room in the back room that they can congregate to and talk bad about every customer in that place (laughs) when someone doesn't when someone tips very bad everyone knows about it like (laughs) uh so yeah just just you know keep that in mind next time someone's going out there and and tipping but uh 
Uh, yeah, that's quite a tangent, though. 73. <laughs> Do you consider yourself an artist? Uh, no. Hmm. No, I don't. Fair. Again, tomorrow's <laughs> another day. <laughs> that's true. Uh, 74. What's something you tried to cook and failed? Ooh, uh... So I was on keto for a while years ago. Nice. Um, and one of the things you make for like snacking on keto are called fat bombs. Mm. And they're like these fat infused peanut butter munchables, essentially, because like you're trying to get most of your calories from fat when you're on a keto diet and stay away from the carbs. Right, right, right. So right. you you pack extra fat into the peanut butter by like adding butter and, and this whole guy. It came out horribly. <laughs> it was just a mess absolute mess wasted like stick of butter and half a thing of peanut butter Aww. it was gross <laughs> yeah all right 75 dubbed the ben hansen who's that guy mm. uh what's <laughs> the greatest piece of art ever made oh man this is a difficult question bob it you is hit the, you have the hard-hitting questions mm-hmm certainly do <laughs> um hmm. greatest piece of art ever made four words what what toby keith tonka truck <laughs> <laughs> bob you madman uh, <laughs> um i think like my favorite entertainment thing which is how i like interact with art right as an entertainment medium sure. uh is borderlands 2 i i honestly think that's like an example of a perfect sequel i don't know that it's a perfect game but that does everything that a sequel needs to do and nails it uh to like expand on the experience give you more without changing too much um I mean, my hour count in it speaks for itself. That's, <laughs> but is that really a work of art, Bob? I mean, I think the story's great. I honestly, I legitimately think Handsome Jack is one of the best villains ever written. Right. I mean, I have a uh, a very I, I wouldn't even call it a loose definition of art. I I've always argued because I I've taken a lot of I went to school for graphic design. Um, mm. and I have had this conversation a lot where in different art classes and art history classes, it's always like, well, you know, is this art or they'll bring up like this guy from the seventies or maybe earlier than that, who like took a urinal from the trash and like hung it in a museum basically. And was like, this is my, you know, project. This is my art mm. piece for the day. And it's like, well, does that qualify as art? And I always say yes. Yes, yes, yes. Art is a category. Art is food. You don't have to like a specific food to call it food. You don't have to like a specific art to call it art. Art is a category and art is in the intention. If the artist wants to make art, it's art. That's what it is. That's my opinion, but I've stuck by that very firmly. That that food analogy, I like that a lot, actually, Bob. That's that is a good way to think about you it. You can um, hate tuna fish all you like, but you can't stare at it and call it not food. Like that's right. just that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Now that makes sense. All right, yeah, I'm gonna go with Borderlands too. Then I mean, I, that, I love that story so damn much. It's a great one, and, and, and I think all your points are extremely valid. Like it really does improve on the formula of the first one so tremendously, it's so well done. Um, yeah, it's it's great. Uh, seventy six. Have you? I think we got the answer to this one also on the on the previous <laughs> one. Uh, but I love this question so much. Have you ever had something happen to you that you'd consider paranormal? Yes, yes. Uh, and and my my response was: Does paranormal have to mean uh, ghosts? <laughs> mean whatever you want it to mean. That's why I love uh, it. So. I was at the Guilford Fair when I was a teenager mm-hmm. uh, with my parents and a crowd of 20 or 30 other people eating dinner uh, at the wooden benches mm-hmm. that they have set up at fairgrounds. You know, we were on, eating on some candied apples and corn dogs. Nice. Um, when off in the sky was, and I, you know, I don't know if it's aliens, Bob. I don't know. It's a UFO to me. It is an unidentified in, in in a in a literal sense. Yeah. It is an unidentified flying object. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, where this, uh, it never stopped blinking. It was always either red or green, but it was alternating between red and green. Uh, ball of light about the size of my fist, way off in the sky, sat in one place for between fifteen and thirty seconds. I'm not exactly. It's been a long time. Yeah. But it was up there, sitting perfectly still for a while before it turned about 90 degrees and just blipped off and disappeared. Crazy. That's so yeah. bananas. <laughs> and there were like 20 or 30 other people all eating dinner, all watching this light do the exact same thing. And we all looked down at each other like, we all just fucking saw that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that we you all... did acknowledge it too, because I hear too many of those stories where it's like, and then we didn't speak for 10 minutes. And I was like, that's the only thing I'd be able to talk about. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? How do you as just as sit gone, there? I looked down like we. Even if you think it is just in your head, I would be like, all right, folks, please, someone either slap <laughs> me or tell me we didn't just see this ball of light in the sky. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, that's such a good story. It was nuts. Oh, boy. 77. Would you ever use a Ouija board? Fuck no. Correct. <laughs> Uh, 78. <laughs> Simply, why? Ooh, um. Because man is a broken creature, and we have to strive to be better. Wow. Bravo, yeah. <laughs> uh, 79, if given the chance, when would you time travel to? Oh man. Uh it's a good question. Probably ancient Rome. Ooh. That would be pretty cool. That would be really cool. I, I think that society was more uh advanced than we give it credit for sometimes. They had indoor plumbing. Yeah. Like <laughs> not everybody. But, <laughs> yeah. But they had it. It was it was a thing. Um I think that would have been really cool to uh, a, a very interesting period of human history to uh, experience for myself. Yeah, that would be a, just fascinating just to be like a fly on the wall there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Uh, alternate day fasting. Mm. Yeah. Uh, April 2019. 
uh, I really needed to do something dietary wise. And I'd fallen off of everything at one point or another just because I got tired of not being able to eat something over another thing. Yeah. Uh, so what the fasting allows me to do is not necessarily change what I eat, just when I eat. Hmm. So, so unlike keto where I have to drop pasta, I can still have pasta. I just don't eat tomorrow. Interesting. So it's literally eat normal for one day, eat nothing the next day. Just water. Water, black coffee, um, unsweetened tea, you know, anything that has zero calories. You don't want to activate the uh, the metabolism. Interesting. Okay. I mean, it sounds like it should work. I mean, <laughs> again, I'm... as long as, like, I maintain, like, a vitamin balance, I don't want to become deficient. That's, and... Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so like take a multivitamin or something, but, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's a calorie deficit. It's helped me lose weight. And after the first week and a half, two weeks of getting into that routine, it's, it was pretty easy to maintain. Wow. That's fascinating. I've, I've heard you mention it before, but I, I honestly never knew the logistics of it, uh, but yeah, well, there's also a lot of different kinds of fasting. So alternate days, just one form. There's people that do like intermittent fasting so that's like people who skip breakfast or maybe skip dinner you know they eat between like a six or eight hour window of the day and then don't eat the other 16 or 18 hours mm, okay um and that's supposed to like set your metabolism in a specific rhythm so that it is it, like it it's using the food it expects because it knows when it's going to have the food by keeping it in a very specific rhythmic pattern uh there's extended fasting. I've done a couple extended fasts. I've done a three day fast and a five day fast. Oh man! But there, there are people that do like seven and fourteen day fasts. I They're crazy. Couldn't even imagine. I, I think I'd like to try one sometime. <laughs> that's a powerful, powerful move. If you could, that's that's huge. Um, all right, eighty one. What game show, past or present, would you love to be a contestant on? Ooh, uh. Family Feud. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, looks like a good time. But uh, which host, though, right? Like, Ooh, yeah. Would you go old school Richard Dawson, Ray Combs, Louis Anderson, Steve Harvey? <laughs> Steve Harvey's a, a good pick. He's a gem. <laughs> like, it, it, even though he is the newest one and it's kind of the, you know, the easy thing to pick, like the nostalgia picks, like, he is really yeah. good at it. He's got those reactions down pat. <laughs> the man is well dressed. He's dressed to a nine for like mm, every show. It's uh he's he's solid. I'd probably go Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh eighty two. What's a quote that you love? Mm. Um so last time I gave the World War Three, World War Four yes, quote. That's a powerful one. Yes which is a quote I do like quite a lot. But I don't want to give you the exact same quote, Bob. Uh, fresh new content. Was... You hear that? Yeah. Sponsored by Fresh Box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I can't remember off the top of my head. I know it's a Nietzsche quote. Um, Whose name I will never fail to mispronounce. <laughs> <laughs> every time i read it i say it slightly differently every time all right this is the one 
He who has a why to live can bear almost any how. Wow. That's that's really good. Yeah, and that I is like a, that a lot. Uh, Friedrich Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Thank you. <laughs> uh, 83. What's the best shirt that you own? Ooh, uh, so a coworker of mine got me a, a shirt. Imagine the Superman emblem. Okay. But instead of the S inside, it is a man picking a padlock. Oh, God. <laughs> and it says, uh, block picking's my superpower. What's yours? That's the most uh, <laughs> on-brand answer. <laughs> That's so it's probably good. my favorite. <laughs> Even the same color scheme, the blue and red and the whole deal. I want to say it's more reds and greens on a black background. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. I'll get you a picture of it sometime. <laughs> uh, 84, would you change your middle name? Uh, no. Uh, my middle name is David. Uh, I have that middle name. So uh, when I was, before I was born, uh, my dad... My dad has an older brother, but he's 12 years older. Wow. So he wasn't super close with his brother. Mm. Uh, he was much closer with a cousin, David, who passed away a couple months before I was born of cancer. Oof. Yeah. Uh, so I would not change my middle name because it is uh, in his honor that I have it. That's a... And I think it flows pretty good. Yeah. No. All around. Yes. Yeah. Uh. 85, what's a good impression you can do? Uh, I I think I do a decent Squidward from Spongebob. All right. I'm <laughs> bracing myself. <laughs> Seatbelt is buckled in here. <laughs> you really think, Spongebob, that you could steal my clarinet? Pretty good. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> That is pretty solid. <laughs> oh, I should really make a compilation of every every guest I've had just doing the impression because that's it's one of my favorite moments every episode. <laughs> They're usually pretty good. Uh, eighty six. Is there a tattoo you wanted to get but are glad you didn't get? Hmm. I don't know about glad I didn't get. I I kind of want to get a tattoo still. I just haven't decided on the one thing I guess I wouldn't mind having on my skin till I die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's you had a lot of things. That's the big breaking point. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Like I've had a lot of things cross my mind. They're like, oh, like us. Like I'm such a big Borderlands fan. Like the little vault symbol, yeah. just the upside down V in a circle. Like that would be cool. Like on the upper side of my arm, you know, I could always hide it if I wanted to. It doesn't have to be anything big. And it's something um, relatively obscure where like, you know, unless people played the games, it doesn't mean anything to anybody. You know, right. I, I always like those too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it'd be great. But at the same time, I haven't gone and done it because do I really want the borderlands vault symbol on my skin? <laughs> also a good point. <laughs> I, I've, I've always lived with the rule and I don't have any tattoos either. I should preface it. But I've always lived with the rule that, like, if I come up with an idea for a tattoo, and then a year from now I still think it's a really cool idea, I'll pr I probably should get it. Um, well, you know, I've thought that's a decent idea for several years, Bob, and I keep talking myself out of it. Yeah, same, <laughs> actually. 
I've I've had the exact same tattoo idea for year for I don't know six seven years at this point, and I, I every year I feel like I get slightly closer to actually pulling the trigger and doing it, and then I'm like, well, it would be expensive, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> and then I just push it off again. So wait, what's your tattoo idea, Bob? Uh, I think I mentioned it. I don't know if I have. Maybe I have. It is a uh, Pac-Man ghost, um, but like pixelated Miss Pac-Man style, because I think Miss Pac-Man is one of the most perfect video games ever made. Uh, mm-hmm. And it would be a pixelated Pac-Man ghost, but done in the style of like a church stained glass window with like a halo oh. around the head of the ghost and like stained glass cherries and like, you know, uh, power up fruits all around it uh i think that'd be because it would mesh with kind of the pixelated style too to be in that stained glass like mosaic look um i've even sketched it out i've i've drawn and colored it like i basically know exactly what i want uh i even took it to a tattoo artist uh about a year ago uh after when a friend was getting hers done and i was like hey like, is this something you'd be interested in doing? And he's like, yeah, this looks awesome. I would totally do this. Um, And then uh, either I'm going to blame it on the pandemic happening <laughs> just to bail me out of saying I didn't I didn't uh, quite pony up and just do it. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been an idea for a while. And uh, one of these days. One of these... Yeah, pandemic's good enough excuses any, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will, uh, I, even if it's not, I'll continue using it. Uh, <laughs> 2030. <laughs> the pandemic, y'all. I can't go get this guy tattoo right now. You crazy? Sir, we've been living on the moon for years now. What? A- <laughs> Look, cyberpunk came out. This is really far in the future. <laughs> They're going to delay cyberpunk till 2030. Just you wait. <laughs> uh, uh, 87. How would you describe your 16-year-old self? Oh, uh, naive punk. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of 16-year-old me. (laughs) I don't know how many people could be. It's like, I I remember when I was making up this question, I was like, I I think I originally had it as like 13. And I was like, well, that's kind of too young. And then I, I think I settled on 16 because I was like, that's the year. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the year that no one knows what they're doing. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, 16's rough. Yeah. <laughs> Which is always why, like, uh, and again, the sidest of side tangent, but it's always funny to me when uh, people, like, criticize, uh, like, all these different NFL players and stuff when they're like, oh, man, they're... Uh, out partying or they tweeted something weird or oh they they had all these ladies over at their hotel room why don't they have more conduct in class and it's like they're 18 years old and they just got handed 2.8 million (laughs) dollars like with these contracts and it's like and they're like oh how dare he not want to party like his life depends on it because that's all i would ever want to do if i was in his shoes yeah, a 27-year-old me would want to party. 
ended. And I'd hate myself the next day for it, but I, I, I might hate myself a couple years later. Maybe not the day after. <laughs> but Mostly for the hangover. Well, yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little hair of the dog, a little, little shot ski and a good breakfast, and you'll be all right. That bar, bar living taught me anything. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I uh, think that's a good description of most 16-year-olds. Um, 88. Naive Punk. Yeah. Naive Punk. The name of my band. Uh, 88. What's the worst injury you've ever had? Uh, probably the time I, I hit a moving car. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I broke a tooth off through my lower lip, a few stitches. Ah, that's no good. Mm. That's almost never yeah. what you want to happen. <laughs> no, no, almost never. There's only a handful of occasions where that's the the beneficial option. <laughs> you want to lose a tooth exactly one time in your life, and that's when you <laughs> when it when you're young enough to actually lose that tooth. Yeah, it was past that. Oof. Um, yeah, it didn't, yeah. didn't sound great. Um, eighty nine. What's a habit of yours you want to break? Hopefully it's uh, hitting moving cars. <laughs> you know what? That was a one and done experience. All Bob. right, good. good, good, good. <laughs> uh, oof. habit of mine. I want to break my my routine habits. I I like. I I'm I'm a creature of habit. I I didn't have a lot of change necessarily in my life. Uh pre and post covid for example mm. i i did a lot of come home and play video games beforehand i'm still doing a lot of come home and play video games gotcha okay uh and maybe that uh maybe now's not the time to you know break that habit but yeah. <laughs> but you know maybe when the world's more normal uh being more comfortable i'm i'm a i'm a heavy introvert so you know being more comfortable uh being out and about and uh being a people person i guess I, I i put on i'm a i'm a decent people person i have good bedside manner at work people request to have me back do their locks oh, but uh yeah. i you know i'm not like i am very not m- much the uh go out every friday to the bar and have beers with the guys like they have to drag me out to, <laughs> if they're getting me out there i gotcha okay uh here we go home stretch time question 90 have you ever oh. lied on your resume? <laughs> yeah, ah! that's so really stupid. <laughs> well, now I gotta know what it is. Uh, I applied. This is. Uh, I just moved out of my ex girlfriend's place. I was just applying for any job I could get at the time. I applied for a consignment shop. Okay. And one of the requirements was like proficient use with a number pad. I didn't have proficient use with a number pad. <laughs> okay. But I definitely said I had proficient use with a number pad. I think you could have picked it up. Yeah. <laughs> that was my thinking. I'm like, how hard's a number pad? I, I play video games all the time. I can figure <laughs> out buttons. Sure. There's only like 12 <laughs> buttons on that thing. Yeah, I'll be fine. My girl, my ex-girlfriend was yelling at me you're lying on your resume like it's fucking bullshit anyway (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah 
91. Have you ever punched someone in the face? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, a few, few different times. I never started it. That's a good that's a good delineation to have. Important point. Yeah. I always punch someone back in there. the face. <laughs> so, yes. That's an excellent way of uh <laughs> kind of wiping your hands of the situation. <laughs> uh 92, would you ever go to a nude beach? Uh probably not. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, I don't want to be nude at the beach, so I don't I don't want to see other people nude at the beach. <laughs> Fair. Uh 93, when was the last time you cried? Ooh, um couple weeks back playing Plague Tale. Oh. That game uh hit some emotional notes. <laughs> I've I've heard tell of that game uh kind of being up that alley but i i really don't know too much about it yeah it's good stuff <laughs> oh, okay. uh we did a whole spelunk on it oh that's right that maybe that's where i started hearing about it <laughs> but i never i never played it so i didn't listen to the whole thing um 94 what's something you've done and will probably never do again Ooh. um Something I've done that I'll probably never do again. Oh, uh, fly to Florida for a wedding in Texas. Well, now I know you have questions. But... I'm no geographer, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> please explain. <laughs> so i uh super beast who i mentioned earlier in this podcast the guy i've been playing video games with for well over a decade at this point mm -hmm. um he lives out in texas and a few years back he was getting married uh and i was invited which felt really cool to go to a wedding of a guy i've only ever played video games that's with. awesome yeah uh and a third friend of ours who lives in florida also got invited but he can't fly he gets uh seizures inside the pressurized cabin oh, wow okay so I flew to Florida and got in a rental car with our other buddy from Florida and drove from Florida to the middle of Texas. Now, again, not a geographer, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a fair drive. I would guess like tw tw somewhere in the 18 to 20 hour range is my hunch. I think it, I think it was like 16 to 18 oh, hours. Goodness. And I was up like almost 30 in a row because i caught like a very early morning flight from connecticut to come down to florida and then drive straight across and we got to texas the next morning we were coming into like uh getting to our hotel and then you collapsed into something soft i hope for yeah <laughs> for the yeah. day well actually we went to the hotel and checked in but the rooms weren't ready for like an hour and a half so we went to our buddy's house in Texas, and I crashed in his recliner. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that uh, yeah, that's a lot of driving. Yeah, it was it was a fun. It was worth the drive. Well, okay, <laughs> I want to say the drive was a fun time, but the whole like I would do that experience again, but next time I'd just fly to Texas. I hear you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> worth the road trip, but uh, maybe not uh, the whole accoutrement around it. 
Right. Yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, 95 best compliment you've ever received. That I have a nice voice. Oh, <laughs> which is all thanks to the MinMax community. I never heard a word of that in my life before <laughs> that first call in episode. And I went to my friends after that call in episode angry, <laughs> angry. Like, how come no one has told me this? <laughs> I will take that as a, uh, a de facto compliment of my own. <laughs> because you should <laughs> because for some reason everyone tells us that we have very similar voices and i honestly don't know if i really hear it but i don't really hear I, it i don't either <laughs> but i don't know maybe it's a running gag I, either way i <laughs> i you know what i think really did it is you always when you come on for the call in it's always good evening hansen oh I, yeah yeah and the first call in i did i did a good evening hansen Mm, uh, that might and be. i think we are similar tonally yeah i um but just in like cadence well, yeah but delivering that same line <laughs> yeah that was enough to it was the nail in our coffin <laughs> to spark the meme <laughs> yeah yeah i i only do that because i <laughs> it's the, the weirdest reference but um it, I, I take that from clockwork orange <laughs> there's an old man in the movie that uh spoiler alert the, the like bad guys well i guess the protagonists of the movie who are the bad guys like attack toward the beginning uh it's a weird movie it's a good but it's weird um and the old guy has a very specific way of speaking um where he does this very deep guttural but like poetic speakings so, like, at one point, he asks if the food is all right, but I'll, I'm going to do my impression of how he does it. He goes, food, all right. Food, all right. <laughs> and <laughs> there's something about this guy that just was so funny to me. And so he only has, like, five lines in the whole movie, and one of them's, good evening. Good evening. In this really like Frankensteinish kind of tone, and I can't not say good evening in that way, and that's that's always where I I kind of bring it from. Uh, I can see yours is not at all from that, <laughs> just from your reactions here. But I I don't know. Well, as you know, Bob, I haven't seen movies, so of course, oh, I have. of course, of course. <laughs> um, here we go, ninety six. Tell me a joke. Oh, crap. I told myself I'd get a clean joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm not going to stop you. You can do whatever you uh, want. <laughs> uh, hmm. I'm certainly not Googling a joke <laughs> right now to try and jog my memory. I have a weird memory, uh, Bob. I, I like, I honestly don't have a mind to like remember a lot of uh words okay if that makes sense like the specifics of names and and like a full joke poems are all lost on me i have a i have a much more mechanical mind yeah i I think that's um, that's totally a thing it's it's you know uh what is it different different parts of your brain just uh focusing on different things that's all exactly yeah uh so i there's one God, 
It's on the locksmith subreddit. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh it's like a comic strip. It's a one square comic strip. Okay. I'll set the scene. Oh, Gentleman uh sitting on a chair inside of a building on the window we can see in reverse Ace Locksmith Inc. And another gentleman walking through the front door of this establishment. The man in the chair turns and says, I have an interview at three, but got here early, so I let myself in. The man entering the door says, but my office was locked. <laughs> the guy sitting in the chair says, exactly. And the guy walking in the door says, you're hired. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very similar to the classic uh, Leslie Nielsen. Um, uh, who are you and how'd you get in here? I'm the locksmith, and I'm the locksmith. <laughs> oh, Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> a national treasure, if there ever was one. Uh, I don't think he was in that movie, Bob. <laughs> yeah, that was where uh, him and Nicolas Cage go around stealing the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. You know what? I just haven't seen it. <laughs> Dang it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, 97. 97 used to be a nice, lousy question that I wrote, but we took that and crumpled it into a small ball, opened a window, and threw it out that window. Uh, so now it is the listener question of the week. And if are I you admitting to littering, Bob? Uh, I threw it out a window into a recycling bin, <laughs> oh, okay, promptly all placed right. outside <laughs> of said window. <laughs> uh, this. This uh, question sponsored by Greenpeace and their <laughs> anti-littering <laughs> initiative. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Oh, uh, I was going to do a, a cheap plug. If anyone has a question that they want to ask on the show, 99. And of course, we both know that's the number 99 questions pod on Twitter or at gmail.com. Um, now, the question was going to be. From the wonderful Marvel Marvelson, uh, what are the stubs in Captain Stubs? But that's thrown right out the window. Uh, Smithy wanting to know what's your deal. I'm not asking that out of principle. My lawyer advised me I can't ask, answer that question. Perfect. Sorry. Perfect. Uh, let's go with. Oh boy. You know what? Let's go with. I'm going to double up here. I'm going to completely cheat oh. the rules here. Um, uh, Dory, uh, wonderful, wonderful person. Uh, Lovely Dory. What's your favorite kind of lock and key? Ooh. Uh, lock's pretty standard. Give me like uh, an Asa Abloy entry knob. I don't need anything too fancy like a R rk series maybe an rl series the levers are nicer um but put in uh probably like a restricted keyway of some sort nothing too fancy i don't need a medico in there because it's overkill um but i would prefer something that can't be bumped so probably like uh the u.s lock rxo series this is all so <laughs> far above my head. I love it. <laughs> and then a real quick one-two punch here from Flamin' Queso. Who's the best Ninja Turtle? Michelangelo. Mm. A 
controversial. Also, in a follow-up, Flame Queso says the correct answer is Michelangelo. <laughs> so you you'll are notice correct. I you'll notice I actually reacted oh, dang to it, that you re- earlier today <laughs> because I saw that and I'm like, hey, he's right. It's... Yeah. <laughs> Good. All right, ninety-eight. Oh, thank you for uh, Flame Queso and uh, Marvel, even though we didn't use his question, and Dory for their wonderful question. Uh, we kind of used Marvel's question, but it was previously. <laughs> it's another question. Uh, he got his answer. Yeah, he got his answer. What more do you, I can't give you a refund now. You already got your answer. Uh, 98. What made you want to be who you are today? Uh, <laughs> uh Bob, I want you to think about all the questions we've answered tonight. When I say in one word, Reddit. Uh, I was... <laughs> I, I kind of felt the momentum going there, yeah. As odd as it sounds, you're it's a hundred percent legit on the level and correct. If you've stayed with us this whole podcast, you know that that's accurate. Yeah. Question ninety eight sponsored by Reddit. Uh and the titular ninety nine sponsored by uh I'm gonna say ninety nine bananas, the drink. <laughs> What a terrible sponsorship for this question, too. <laughs> it's my favorite. Uh, 99. What do you want to be remembered for? Just being a good person. Hmm. That's it. I don't need any fancy accolades or anything, but just being a good dude. Well, you know what? You got on this show, sir, because <laughs> you were a good dude for those lovely children and helping them out and helping Extra Life Charity. So I can say, at least up to this point, you're accomplishing that goal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish I could ask uh, you more, but golly gee, we're fresh out. I'm sorry. This is all my manager agreed to. <laughs> He only gave time for 98, so we're actually going to have to edit that last one out. Um, we, we we learned, we've used a lot of our time on the sponsorships, I apologize. <laughs> uh, really funny that your charity episodes are the most sponsored by. <laughs> Listen, I gotta, I gotta figure something out here. I gotta get a path somewhere. Uh, Stubbs, Ryan... Whoever you are, uh, this has been an absolute treat. Um, it's been a blast. <laughs> I knew it was going to be fun going in, but this was uh, this was tremendous. Um, so, a thank you for giving to charity because uh, that extra life charities is truly one of my favorite things every year. Um, you want to know a fun fact about extra life? I, would I was talking with my boss about this to hear a fun fact about them. Yes, since two thousand and eight. When they first started, yeah. Extra Life has helped raise over $70 million for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Absolutely bananas. 99 bananas, that is. <laughs> uh, like, that's huge. That's so great. And, like, it's wonderful. Every year it ups even more, and it specifically goes to, like, children's hospitals. And I know the ones in the tri-state area, at least, that I was <clears throat> raising the money for, like, specifically do... Uh, surgeries for kids who like can't afford surgeries at other hospitals and it's like 
it's the greatest thing you could just give money to. So I, I love it every year. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, thank you for for donating to to be on, and thank you for being one to, uh, such a wonderful guest. You, you you've knocked it out of the park here. Um, Thanks for having me, Bob. This was a great time. I've dreamed about being on this show since I first started listening to it. <laughs> so, so I saw my opportunity. I was snatched it right up. See? <laughs> Dreams come true, kids. Remember that. All you have to do is donate to charity. All you have to do is pay. <laughs> <laughs> if you got enough money, your dreams could come true. Oh, that's a bad moral lesson to probably true. Big cigar in the corner of my mouth. <laughs> Capitalism, kids. Let me tell you. <laughs> You're you're lighting your cigar with the twenty dollar bill. <laughs> twenty, twenty, oh, a, a peasant's twenty. I'm sorry, <laughs> using the the old uh, Benjamin Franklin up there. Uh, but uh, Mr. Stubbs, Mr. Stabell, uh, yeah. uh, is there that. anything you want to plug? Anything you want to put in the ears of all of our wonderful listeners uh, all across this here globe? Oh, ask a lot. <laughs> it's to ask a locksmith. <laughs> the uh, the ask a locksmith podcast that I host, uh, fifteen to uh, well, maybe it's more like twenty to thirty. I missed a week, Bob. What? Unfortunately, yeah, I missed. I missed an episode last oh week. Oh my gosh. Um, I life got busy. I didn't have a lot of questions. So if anyone has questions for a locksmith ask a locksmith pod at gmail.com send them on over I'm send you one today. um i have one already so i've i <laughs> perfect i've uh oh, i've been i i had thought about trying to get an uh, interview done with my boss for the shows i thought that'd be really cool and then we could review something together um but then that fell through we couldn't make the scheduling happen before the podcast would normally come out so i missed one unfortunately i have put in thought and energy to make sure that even on weeks when i don't have questions i have content i can put out I've, I've thought of other things i can do with the show to branch it a little bit more hmm. um so that shall not be happening again in the future um and i'll be doing my own extra life charity stream uh on twitch.tv slash captain stubs one that's with one b um on the 28th I was going to do it on the 21st, but everything, life got shuffled around by a bunch of things. Uh, so I'm going to do it the Saturday after Thanksgiving, 24 hours. Uh, come donate for kids while I lose my mind. All right, so maybe I recorded this one back in December, and that date for his extra life might have already passed. But it doesn't mean you can't still follow Ryan on Twitch. He streams every week, and he's a great guy, and... You deserve to press that button or ring a bell or whatever you have to do. But either way, we're at the end of the show. The red light is on. We got to figure out what we learned. We learned that one size fits all does not apply, especially to hats and to local TV lawyers. They need to stand up on their own merit, regardless of how cool they look in that commercial. We learned that trade schools are there to really help people out. We learned some really nice potato salad recipes along the way as well, despite the fact that potatoes and trade schools are the only two things that didn't sponsor this episode. We learned about the most inefficient way of getting to a wedding. We reminisced about Jamie Lee Curtis, and more often than not, we found out possibly more than we'll ever need to know about locksmithing. But 
If you excuse me, I have to get a, get a tattoo of Toby Keith's Tonka truck. I'll see you in two weeks for our next episode. Thank you, and good night.